0: Excellent. An ale for me. And for my officers. In fact, ales
1: for everyone. Oh, oh, Ten backwards. R- with Rick and Rick
2: and Will and Zemma. Oh yes.
3: <clears throat> hello. Welcome to my best impression of Rob's or Ross Webster's Jaunty. Hello. But more <laughs> importantly. Welcome to a crazy crossover event, maybe the most ambitious crossover since that Marvel Cinematic Universe thing. Tonight's Ten Backward and SnapTrack, two of, it's fair to say, bestest podcasts ever in the world of Star Trek podcasts, emerging, like Neelix and Tuvok in The Transporter to become oh. Tuvix. <laughs> I am one host, Rick Everson, usually of Ten Backward, and I'm joined by SnapTrack's own Jen Tift. Hello, Jen.
4: Hi Rick. It's How great are
3: you? To be here. Yeah.
4: Uh it's great to be here on 10 backwards slash snap, snap track, and this is gonna be fun.
3: <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what we'd call such a merging. Um, oh, yeah, what's backwards? our two weeks'
2: name? Snap backwards, yeah. <laughs> snap, backwards. Oh, snap backwards. <laughs> That's
5: good. Who came up with that? That was excellent.
2: <laughs> That's <cool. laughs> Thank <Nice> you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Um, so, Jen, what 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 are we doing in this crazy crossover event?
4: Okay, so our crazy crossover event, we're going to be talking about episodes where we visit places that resemble the American Old West, which happens more than you would think <laughs> 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 in shows that take place in the future.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right. So for 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 the for this epic crossover event. Uh, it, Visiting the Old West, Rick and I, Rick <laughs> Rick E of Ten Backward and I are going to be the sheriffs in town. Uh, we're we're going to run run uh, run the show, and we're going to have our members of the Snap Trek and Ten Backward crew um, mosey into town and represent our westerns. So let's meet them and find out what episodes they watched.
3: Uh, okay, shall we start with Will? will turland
1: hello yes i'm uh i i am a stranger in town i've i've come from uh, up north a place you guys wouldn't know as as uh, as always happens in these kind of episodes and um i watched uh the tng classic fistful of daters
4: all right and and um let's move on to uh to Gemma, what did you
6: watch? Hello, I watched North Star, which was uh, did I?
1: You did. I yeah, did. Yeah, yes. You did. Thank
6: you. <laughs> just, <laughs> just the way you looked at me, like what? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> awesome.
4: And, and from from
6: enterprise from
4: enterprise
6: from enterprise. Lessons I
4: love it. from enterprise. Yeah. Ooh, that, that, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Rick. P, what did you watch?
0: Howdy. I uh, reckon reckon I'd be reviewing Spectre of the Gun.
4: <laughs> well done, stranger.
5: <laughs> Ma'am.
4: <laughs> and finally, Ross.
5: So I traveled a thousand years into the future to watch a Discovery Season Two episode Far From Home which isn't really a Western in like the sense of your guys' Westerns, but definitely is a Western when we talk about
4: it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's it's definitely uh, in the spirit of, of a Western, for sure.
0: Bad um, guys and a frontier town and things like yeah. that. A saloon. Outlaws. Yeah, yeah.
6: It's, got, it's got it all. We yeah. have yeah. outlaws pretending to be the law.
0: Little... That's, That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's
4: very. One thing I noticed
0: in um, sorry. One thing I noticed in 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 none of these episodes did we get a character called Curly or Soapy, (laughs) and we got got old timey prospectors going gold, gold. (laughs) I do remember
6: someone, uh, an old, an old timer on a a rocking on a rocking horse on a rocking rocking (laughs) chair smoking a corn cob pipe. I think. Or something along yeah, those lines. I
1: think that might be in fistful of data. Yeah. but he's not yeah. really a character. He's like a piece of the scenery. But um, he <laughs> maybe prob- he was called maybe he
0: was called Curly Soapy. Oh, I think he was <laughs> think, Soapy
6: Curly. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Soapy Curls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: So, um, for, for just to be clear, we're ta- tackling this crossover as as uh, generally in the uh, in the spirit of, an, of a Snaptrack game. Uh, so, our contestants are all going to have, are all going to go through the highlights of these episodes according mm-hmm. to the categories that we set. Um, uh, and normally on Snaptrack, you do say it is just a game, but uh, no, this is really serious. It's <laughs> not just for fun. <laughs> Think like Squid Game.
0: Okay guys. I haven't watched that yet, yet, Rick. Don't spoil it. Oh okay. Don't
1: feel like it's a very contemporary reference for you, Rick. I
3: know it's very rare I watch a series ahead of you guys. I know.
4: (laughs) Yeah, this is this is a showdown at noon, high noon, and it's very serious. No squid game
0: talk here, sir. (laughs) Not all of us have reckoned on that Newfangled television invention. Rick, are you gonna are you gonna
1: maintain that that accent throughout the? Are you gonna keep in character?
0: Basically, is my question. <laughs> Maybe, will. Maybe I do. will. Maybe
3: I will. Maybe I will. Please
0: do. <laughs> yeah, please do. I love
3: it. i was fairly resigned to the fact we ain't gonna stop him.
0: <laughs> Re- reckon, I reckon I'll keep it as long as I remember it or feel like I can do it. Do it justice.
3: <laughs>
4: All right. And the one other thing uh, we're retaining from Snapchat is we like to do a lyrical recap of the episodes under discussion. So I think I think our crews here have written some poetry
6: about their episodes. I think that is in in a loose
4: sense. (laughs) 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 Who would like to go first?
0: Well, I re- I wrote I've written myself a poem, but it's not about the episode I'd be reviewing. Ooh, <laughs> that, let's hear it. again.
1: it is it about Star Trek? Or, but is
0: it <laughs> like, <it's> de- <laughs> Of course it is. Okay, no, okay. No, I I didn't. I, I was on holiday. I didn't. I, I haven't <laughs> read all the messages in that then. <laughs> Twitter chat. <laughs> okay, so I, I, I got the clip notes as you might as you might say okay. in, your, in your in your time. But I, re- I read myself a little poem. Well, I say a little poem; it's quite long. About uh, it's full of daters.
2: All right, let's hear it. I reckon it.
0: it's. Uh, I do say so myself. It's it's mighty good. <laughs> May I read it? Yes, yes
2: please please. Go ahead. No, please.
0: <laughs> okay. Here we go. One time in Deadwood, a new sheriff arrived. His brow was furrowed, though not through surprise. A Klingon named Worf, he was minus all. By contrast, his deputy was really quite small. <laughs> what was meant as a game took a serious turn. Crew of the Enterprise seem to never learn. I'd say their memory needs some serious jogging. Don't go messing with Data's noggin. (laughs) Things are now deadly. No joking or japing. We we had a scenario that was hard from escaping. (laughs) Luckily, Worf was assisted by Troy, whose assistance he was keen to deploy. Although she went by the name of Durango, a word which you'll find rhymes with mango. (laughs) (laughs) So the Holleck now was a dangerous place, and most of the characters had data space. Worf wasn't too keen on this program selection, and he had no time for Miss Annie's affection. The good guys prevailed though, so in that please be glad. Though it has to be said, Worf's still a terrible dad. And that's it. That's the end of my poem.
2: So wow. cool.
1: It's really good. I
6: mean,
2: it, was, was, it was it's
1: longer excellent. than the episode
5: itself. But it was excellent. So <laughs> good. So good. You have a real flair for western-themed poetry. Have yeah. you ever? I mean, that was that was just phenomenal. So good. So good. I love that you got in
1: a dig at Worf's terrible parenting at the end as well. <laughs> <laughs> really good.
5: Well, it had
0: to be done. It was something I noticed from watching that their program. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wonderful! Oh, great. Oh, right. thank you, thank you, kindly. <laughs>
4: All right. Does anyone else have a a Western poem they'd like to share? Well. Yeah,
1: I, I'd um, well, I have one that um, Gemma co-wrote with me. Oh, yeah. awesome!
6: Very proud of. I think you might be able to glean which parts were in by who. Yeah,
1: (laughs) it's quite terrible, and and it's not entirely relevant. But then I've got one which actually I think um, is is a bit better. (laughs) So I'll I'll read the I'll read the silly one first. There once was an android called Data who decided to give his neural net a beta test. (laughs) When the ship was in dock, he whipped out his cock, and I'll tell you the rest of it later. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh my!
1: I think the pro- one of the problems with this poem is that about two lines in, it, it leaves kind of what happens in the episode <laughs> and becomes sexual, and that's not none of none of that happens in the episode. That's sort of a this,
2: this it's is just your, because. Your fan
1: it's just because as soon as we said the word dark, then then we thought of. <laughs>
2: well, don't Hina. say we.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I. Just... Yeah, but I have I have a I have a, a second limerick which is, um, it's quite short, but it's a. a, a... No, this is
6: actually a poem. That was a limerick.
1: Okay. No. This well, is this like is a... kind of a is limerick. It? Well, okay. I'll, I'll read it like okay. a limerick.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> Alexander coded a western with wolf keeping score. Barkley inappropriately it wrote in a whore. The <laughs> episode's a hoot, Picard plays his flute. They should have called it a few daters more. Oh, and that's, that's, oh, it. that's very very good. good. Thank you.
4: Very good.
1: Um, yeah,
4: I, because I, I think. Hope,
6: go ahead.
1: Sorry, I, I was going to say, I, I think they should have called it a few daters more.
4: Because
6: mm, it, it kind of
1: makes more sense than a fistful of daters. <laughs> I suppose a
6: fistful of daters also implies many daters not Mm. a fistful of data, which more applies to your limerick.
2: Mm. (laughs) What they should have done is
6: revisited this
4: concept and had a a, a sequel to it. Yeah, exactly. A a few
6: data's more.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah.
6: The sequel that we all were clamoring for. Right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Totally. Oh, well done. All right. Thank
1: you. Um, do you, I, Gemma, do you yeah, want? to? I, uh,
6: I have also penned two poems. Yeah, Ooh, uh, one of which wow. is a haiku. Ooh. So yeah, but, ma'am. Yeah.
0: Hey, what is a what is a haiku? I I haven't heard <laughs> that term.
6: It's uh, well, um, listen and learn, Rick, or old oh, salty, whatever your name is. <laughs> so this, so my haiku is a, is about is for my episode, and the other one is generally Star Trek Western. So the haiku starts. Dawn rides hot and high. The skag sweeps the dry dirt ground under the ship's ribs. Wow, that's
5: Ooh, beautiful. That is oh. very effective. Very effective. A little bit yeah. A bit
1: classier than my dirty <laughs> rib. Ever so slightly. <laughs> later, which wasn't even relevant to the episode. <laughs> oh, that,
6: oh, that was lovely. Wow. Oh, thank you. Great imagery.
2: Uh, what's, what's your my, my other one? My second Gilbert?
6: one is uh, There's a stranger in town. The word went around from that Mexican guy to the clock in the sky. Funny notions have they, and their clothing is gay in a bright, colourful, pyjama y way. Lessons they bring. But this is the thing. But unfortunately, I can't actually think of the thing. So I'm just going to have to end the poem there. <laughs> so i don't know i mean people could if anyone can end it (laughs) i'm open to that
1: i love that your poem doesn't have an end no Uh, i think that's
6: just like star trek it keeps going hopefully there'll be (laughs) another western episode and then (laughs) come on strange new
2: worlds
4: (laughs) 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 oh awesome all right anyone else have a poem Ross?
5: I, I tried to write a poem initially to the tune of the Pet Shop Boys Go West, but I just <laughs> oh, I just couldn't make it work. I really <laughs> tried. I really tried, but I couldn't make it work. So I've written three little limericks to tell the story of Far From Home. All right. Their distance from home very far to an old West style cowboy themed bar during negotiation Tilly quotes regulation to save their wagon trains of the stars in the mining town's run down saloon there's an outlaw and a cadre of goons they're going to wrangle the ship Georgie su- shoots from the hip Zara spits but there ain't no spittoon <laughs> Discovery strangled by ice a creeping glacial parasite Stamets can repair Reno's knee plus ultra at last the Discovery takes flight <laughs>
2: Oh, oh, <laughs> oh
4: <fantastic. beautiful>. Yeah, <laughs> you know that—that that really brings to light how it really is structured like a western. Like that's how a western would end too. Them riding into the sunset, yeah, you know, yeah. Being yeah. lifted into the sky by uh, Michael and everything. So, well done.
3: All right. Oh, that's a fantastic.
1: Do we, wow. Do we, score, do we score any points for our
5: poems?
4: <laughs> Everyone gets a million points for Oh wow! Oh,
5: my God, <laughs> finally off the ground. I was so worried about this. <laughs> <laughs> all
4: right. Well, let's let's get into it then. Um, Rick, would you like to introduce our first category?
3: Yes, indeed. Okay, for round one, uh, we enter this saloon. It all goes quiet. And I can announce the first category is why go west. Or what's the best reason for setting an episode of a space series in a western? So uh what mm. yeah, let us let us know who who thinks they've got the best the the best tenuous link to Western's in their episode. <laughs> what
6: what's the excuse?
3: No. <laughs> yeah. mine,
6: mine They were they were literally Westerners cowboys ripped up from their home and dropped on an alien planet and mm. that is the life they knew so that's the life they stuck with building from um from the the, the, the materials at hand which did seem to be exactly the same as the materials at hand on <laughs> earth in their <laughs> yes. home um yeah so that's my that's they, my reason.
1: They even use I noticed they even managed to use like a sort of wild west style font for the for yes. the sheriff's. You're very uh, impressed office. with
6: that, weren't yeah. you? Yeah.
1: It's like wow, they even though they were kidnapped by aliens like 200 years ago, which must have been traumatic. They still remember the sort of mm. font that they had. Yeah. So <laughs> they had to, yeah,
6: they had people who knew how to make signs, people yeah. who knew how to make clothes, people who knew how to to brew whiskey. People who knew how to, you know, they were very lucky in the amount, in the selection of people that they, they.
2: Yeah.
3: So did the Skagarans take horses or did they have horses on that planet? <laughs> that is a good, good question. Yeah, I was yeah. about
1: to say that. I mm-hmm. mean, I
3: appreciate in all the upheaval of being dumped on Alien worlds and having to like take over from the Skagar- Skagarans, They've not designed Times New Roman, so they've stuck <laughs> with the Western font. <laughs> 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 but I'm just curious if they brought the horses along or not. i want to know was a blue horn horn, is a blue horn a real animal or is that an
5: alien animal is a blue horn an actual like a name for a cow or something or is uh because they're all going up north it sounds
6: authentic (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: yeah right i my my, a slight issue i have with this this episode that i really enjoy um uh north star i think it's great but is it i mean it's been 200 years since these people were taken from earth that they've they've made absolutely no technological advances in in that time
6: That's hard too. though for a small a small
5: population I, uh, to advance it's, yeah yeah it's
6: a, it's a
5: it's blue no, road. Road. Yeah. no no railroad to uh to so bring in all, all the new ideas, and... uh, yeah, yeah.
6: yeah, exactly. They're in an echo, echo <laughs> chamber. <changing laughs> they're
5: traumatized, so
6: they're. There are some cultures on Earth at the
5: moment, aren't there? That don't that live the same way they lived a thousand years ago. That haven't no contact with civilization, and you know, hunter gatherers and whatnot. But that still happens, I yeah, suppose.
0: Sentinel yeah. Island. That's the place. Was that I'm, where I'm, I'm back?
4: That's the place.
2: yeah <laughs> <in there. laughs>
4: And this this show's really a, a spiritual successor to a piece of the action, more so than, you know, like Spectre the Gun or whatever. Yeah. Um, because it, yeah, it's the same thing. Like they they take this idea from Earth and then they they roll with it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and the and these people here, are like like that's that's what they knew and that's what they do.
6: <laughs> and oh, yeah. it's
4: just fun. <laughs> like, <laughs>
6: I mean, at the very the end,
4: real reason though, is just so that we could see uh, Archer in a cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> that's
6: doesn't
2: It does, does a good in
6: town very well. <laughs>
2: exactly,
6: I was very impressed with that. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah. So cool.
6: a, it, Go ahead. So at the very end, of course, it does end with them um, with the school teacher. Another wonderful trope. Um, right, that's another Western thing. Yeah, teaching everyone about the updated history of Earth. Yeah. So they are going to progress from that point. Ooh, yeah, ba- they've
1: given her a, like a Kindle
6: yeah, that's full exactly. of um, <laughs>
2: Earth history. <laughs> All right.
4: Well, yeah. that's, that's a pretty good reason to have an Old West uh, theme. What about. uh, What about. Let, let's start with. Spe- let's move next to Spectre of the Gun. What's their reason for
0: having an all west theme well i i reckon that uh, <laughs> the 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 main thing here is that this episode as i understand it is the is the earliest of the of the ones that we we're reviewing and so closer in time to an era when western movies were most popular so i i think that it's not entirely to do with the story more the era that the episode was made, and the opportunity they had to use actors that were used to being in those kind of films and also the use of those sets in such an imaginative way because as i from my research, I understand that quite a few of the actors who played the the uh, the herbs were uh, in westerns themselves and and deForest kelly he he was actually in uh Gunfighter, the OK Corral. He played ah, one of Europe's in that yeah. film. So, so I feel like the connection is more in that in that man rather than uh, rather than in the story itself. More the era that the original series was made, and and it's uh, and the associations that it has with uh, with with uh, with the actors that they use and uh, and the time at which those Western films were pretty still pretty popular. I suppose the old the, the
1: time original series was made the old west was st- it was still in living memory wasn't
3: it mm. um so it's the fairly recent west
4: yes
2: yeah
3: <laughs> yeah
4: well so like eighty years ago so right from the sixties so mm. what would that be now like guess it's be... like the thirties i guess right
3: yeah mm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, I um, suppose it was it was a good way to reuse a lot of existing sets and props from other stuff they could get quite cheaply. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think they did it very effectively in the in, in the in the in the premise to have it uh, have it pulled from Kirk's mind and be the be the stage for a very elaborate execution. Uh, yeah. The, the Melcots wanted to carry out.
1: It's it's a classic uh, original series setup, isn't it? Um, where they they pull something. Uh, from the mind of one of the mm-hmm. characters, to basically to fit the sets they have available, yeah, or the the idea that they wanted to, yeah. to Craig Bar in. But I mean, I really yeah. like the 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 kind of set design of Spectre of the Gun. Whether it was sort of done as a budget saving idea, I don't know. To have it kind of say so stagey, but mm-hmm. just have sort of the front mm-hmm. of all of the buildings. It's really striking. Yeah, it looks um, really interesting. Yeah
5: yeah very theatrical
4: yeah it's it's, it's very very surreal mm. it, it's it's very trippy you know kind of just yeah yeah it's really neat and and that's such a good point that that, that like westerns were just super popular like that was just a really popular thing just like it'd be like if, if they did an episode now with of, like superheroes you
1: know yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I mean, it re- it reminded me a lot of I don't know if anyone's seen a film called Dogville by uh, Lars von Trier, where yes, the the idea though. was that it was it's, I, it's it's really good. I think it's it's long, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. but it, the idea is is that it's it's just actors on a stage, and they you sort of imagine that the set is there. Um, but there there isn't actually a set at all and it's sort of um you know after a while you just get drawn into the the story and the and the acting and S- specter of the gun has that kind of experimental sort of mm-hmm. theatre feel to it and yeah, I, I just really i wonder is. what audiences at the time made of that it's, i th- i th- i think it's it's cool like it holds up really well mm.
2: uh,
1: to modern standards it's a cool idea.
6: I mean, was that the first because you, you yeah. had a lot of things like um the prisoner and stuff like that. Does that predate mm. things like the prisoner? which are very I cool. Guess
1: it was sort of around the same sort of time, maybe. Mm. Um,
6: it's sort of sense of disjointed place and yeah, <laughs> dreamlike.
1: Kind mm. of quirky sixties yeah. kind of TV making. <laughs> yeah.
6: See, that's the thing. You say it's 60s TV making, so it's mm. very kind of 60s feel to it. So there must have been mm. more than just that.
1: That's true. But then a moment ago, I just said it, it feels like very modern. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, guess, yeah. I guess I'm quite inconsistent in uh, what I'm saying and thinking. Mm. <laughs> All right. I think it's
4: cool. It is cool.
5: It's definitely cool. Mm-hmm.
4: Now let, let's... Let's uh, hear why go west in a fistful of datas.
1: So, in a fistful of datas, because it's a next generation episode. Obviously, it's a holodeck story.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> perfect. And perfect reason.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it feels like with the with Spectre of the Gun and North Stars, you you can raise a few questions around. Um, it being a kind of a Wild West scenario, but I think if you make it a holodeck story, it's like, well, that that's your answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, just, were just going to the just old
5: West on. to experience the old West.
1: Yeah, that that's it. Mm-hmm. And um, the idea is that uh, Worf's son, who um, he constantly forgets that he has, uh, Alexander <laughs> <Rick> wants to
6: <laughs> remind him of his existence.
1: Yeah. Uh, wants to spend time with his father which is which is his father's worst thing
6: <laughs>
1: oh <laughs> like, poor Elizabeth in, in the opening of poor the episode Alexander. like Worf really wanted to do some security drills and stuff and Picard who was he Picard just wanted to play his bloody flute <laughs> but Picard was just had, basically has to force him to go and spend time with his son and he Ooh. And Wolf looks utterly, he sits down in his chair at the beginning, (laughs) devastated. He's like, right, okay, yeah, we can spend some time together. Alexander's like, yay! (laughs) It's like, oh, God, it's harrowing. (laughs) Um, Yes, the idea is that Alexander has written this program with the help of Reg Barclay, um, which explains why because you, you do kind of think well how i can't remember how old alexander's meant to be like six or seven mm. but you do wonder what his experience of westerns is really uh but um maybe barclay is the kind of western fan so it's like the, the whole the whole town is it's a big old western cliche but like that that fits <laughs> because that's the it's a holodeck program. It's it's a story. It's sort of meant to be that. So, yeah, mm. I, I think it works pretty well
3: mm. in that regard. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And,
4: yeah. and it's, it's funny. I think morph- it's good
3: they used to... Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, I think it's good that they use a child because, you know, what kid doesn't like playing cowboys and stuff? Mm. I think that well, gives it make, rather than have... Maybe a
1: half Klingon kid who sort of grew up. <laughs> um, I can't remember where he grew up. He grew up with his grandparents, and then he lives on the Enterprise. Well, he was on Earth, you know. Yeah, so
4: yeah. They, they the, the Ural
5: Mountains, did not he?
4: Mints. Yeah.
2: Okay, <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. So now maybe maybe westerns were part of his kind of. Yeah. Part yeah. Dad yeah. was always, always watching some
2: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah,
4: and and Troy's dad was was human, so that's that was her in for westerns.
1: Yes, yeah. Troy says that he he would read a lot of western stories to her, Mm. which I thought was interesting. They didn't say that he was into western movies; he was into western
2: Mm.
3: literature. (laughs)
2: That's
1: kind of cool. Yeah, that's cool.
3: Yeah. He had the novelization of Back to the Future 3. That's, cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite Western of
4: all time. <laughs> 100%. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, I, I, I'd i second that. It, it's, the, it's one of the best Westerns ever made, if not the That's best. <laughs> and it, it's the only one that has a pink hoverboard in it.
4: Right? So. Actually, very <laughs> important. <interesting>. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Ross, how about Far from Home?
5: So as I said, it's not it's not really a western. It's just coded as a western. And I think I, I don't know when the idea of it, you know, will make the scene in the bar in the town will make it a western. And what I wonder when that came about because it could have been just the the director as he would started reading the script, thinking, yeah, we can do this like a western. But it's very much in the style of the Old West. It's very thematically a pastiche of, like, Western tropes. Two strangers arrive in a two-bit, one-horse, dried-up mining town. Then they drive out the no-good varmints that are putting the squeeze on the oppressed locals. (laughs) There's a saloon and a gunfight, and there's spurs, and I mean... no one ever says. No one ever mentions the old Western. No one ever mentions, No one ever says. Oh, this is you know. As they walk through the swing doors of the uh, the old style saloon,
2: and no one says, "Oh, that's just
5: like an old style saloon," which is obviously what I would have said if I'd walked into a bar just like that. Um, but no one ever mentions it. You just get the idea of it. But even even the way it's cut, you know, they as the, as, as Tilly and Saru walk through the door. It goes quiet. I half expected the organ to start playing after a few seconds. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, the people, you know, silently just reaching for their weapons. It was all very Clint Eastwood. But so a Western, the idea of a Western without being the Old West, why they did it, I think because they could. Maybe they put the swing doors up first and just thought, I've had a great idea. I know exactly what we'll do here. We'll cut it like a Western. (laughs) And yeah. it works. It looks good. Um And when Zara does spit at the end, there is no spittoon. And I thought, that's a real missed opportunity. That like, There should have been like... <laughs>
2: yeah, he
5: just spits on the floor, doesn't he? Yeah,
1: spits on the floor. Oh, I don't know if he's disgusted. He's angry.
5: Yeah. He's yeah. walking to his death. <laughs> well, that's not true. He comes back and that hope is you. But he, he thinks he's going to die. And I thought, that's a real opportunity there. for him. goes, bang, bing. <laughs> but you know, they, they could have post. They could have post production that. They could have post production that if they would wanted to. Just saying. Just yeah. Saying.
4: <laughs> they should have.
5: But uh, why it, go it west? It does
4: feel
1: like the.
5: No, oh, go for it. Sorry, sorry, you go, west. I was just saying, yeah, the why go west? I think just because they thought we could, we can, we should, maybe we will.
1: Yeah, and I, I think it. It sort of it's quite a, an efficient way of telling you, of giving you a, like a feel of, of that place. Mm. Like as soon as you see the kind of saloon doors and they walk in, it's like, right, okay. So they're on a planet where it's it's like they're out on the frontier. It, mm-hmm. It's, um, yeah. you know, they're not in the middle of a civilised place. They're out on the edge. Mm. Um, and that, you know, very quickly you understand that yeah. in the story.
6: And it's, a, it's a trope in sci-fi that's been used um a, 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 A lot, isn't it? The space as the as as the Wild West,
5: the final frontier. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, the final frontier, exactly.
6: Yeah, and and, yeah, and and literally,
4: like their their horse broke down in this town, you know, in the old west town, Mm -hmm. and they you know need help from the locals. Like that's Mm -hmm. the everyone's cover story (laughs) usually, but in this case, it's true. Yeah,
1: and they're straight. They're not from around here, (laughs) right? Right.
6: Yeah.
4: Yeah, it was a really interesting choice to make it a western. I think I love it. What a, what a great way to start their yeah. experience oh, in actually, the
6: thirty third yeah. century or whatever it is. And it turns actually the usual Star Trek trope of them having greater technology. Of course, it turns on its head mm. because yeah, you're spread. absolutely
5: right. Yeah. Mm. And, they and that is
6: and they just.
5: That's just how great the evil villain is because he really he uses that idea against them so much. He very quickly pieces together that they're time travelers and that they're from the past and that he is going to be able to one up mm. them because they simply don't have the technology that he has.
2: Yeah. And he's very yeah, very do evil. with
5: They did, yeah,
1: they did. yeah. He they didn't, yeah, they didn't. They did, he didn't, Michelle he again. didn't account for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like. I mean, we're we're all sort of meant to be working against each other, oh, aren't we? we? We've actually been a bit supportive of, of <laughs> Ross's. Uh, <laughs> so we should be. We should be tearing. Sorry. Don't. So, in the spirit of that, um, they're on a really icy planet. That's not the Wild West. <laughs> that is not the Wild <laughs> West. That is yeah. parasite. So there planet. there you go. Paradise. Yeah, <laughs> you're right, Parasite yeah. ice, not dusty old dusty desert old No so.
6: tumbleweed. Where
5: the horse? It. Single horse.
6: Yeah.
5: <laughs> no water in the hole
6: or anything right like that.
5: No. Do they wear the right boots? I don't
1: think I they do they wear, wear the right boots. Well, they, are, they are wearing well, boots with
6: spurs. Has, on. It literally has spurs. Yeah.
4: yeah. Oh, my God. Damn it. Damn okay. It. That's the
1: one thing they have. That's the right boots. <laughs> okay. They have the right boots right. and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> All
4: right. So, what, what are we doing for points? Where's everybody's point going to? We'll just do that. Everybody has a point to give for each category.
3: <laughs> yep. okay. which, yeah which
4: yeah all right Who wants to start so
5: I think I think my points going to go to North Star because that is legitimately the really? old West. So it, you know you can't really say mm. fair than that. What, why go west? Well it was the old West so they they literally had nowhere else to yeah. go It had to be the West
4: mm. okay. Okay. okay how about how about how about Rick Ricky?
3: I think I'm probably going to go first I'm going to give my point to Spectre of the Gun Because um, I just really enjoy I just enjoy the presentation of it Being pulled from the mind And um, being used as the most elaborate Over the top ridiculous scenario For the Melcots. just wanted to put them to death (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh Rick P. Um it's it's pretty tough. I think I'm gonna go for fistful of datas because because that's the one that's maybe the most over the top, it's the most sort of yeah. accentuated Western episode. Um it it leans into a lot of the sort of Classic things you think of when you think of that 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 world depicted in in drama. Um, So yeah, that.
6: Okay, and uh, Gemma, (laughs) I think I'm going to give mine to Far From Home because it's uh, Ah. yeah, because it's quid pro
2: quo. Okay, excellent. Sorry, (laughs) quid pro (laughs) quo. No, no, no.
6: Genuinely, because it. it, there's no kind of there's no dodgy reason why they're in the west. They're not in the west. They're mm. just they are in a place that kind of falls into that category because of its remoteness and its rundownness and its desperation. And they, yeah, I I think I'm going to go for that because mm. it, it's it's okay. interesting and turns you on his head.
5: Okay, I like it.
6: Okay, you go well. Well.
1: Um. Can it? Is it? Is it crude to give a point to your own episode?
6: <laughs> no, absolutely not. No, 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 no. <sighs>
2: no, no it's voted, isn't
1: no, it? No, I. Do you know, actually, no. I'm going to give another point to North Star um, because I, I like. It is. It is a slightly silly reason um, that it is still the Wild West, but they are they are people who were taken from the West from the wild west times and put on a planet and they they remade the wild west and it just feels like it's the most i feel like enterprise takes that story pretty seriously like all, all the others are are, are are kind of play around with the idea like Spectre of the guns sort of theatrical and fistful of dates is daft and far from home is a kind of a it's like a take on it but it's not really the wild west but enterprise kind of Lays it on, lays it all out there, and it's like they've actually gone to the the Wild West, effectively, and it's a serious story, um, which I think was kind of riskier, a uh, riskier way to do it. And so, yeah, I'm going to give my point to N- uh, North Star.
4: <laughs> Woo! Um, <laughs> all right, and I'm going to give my point to Far From Home for this category because I, I agree with with what Gemma said. I I, I think it's I think it's really interesting to, to to code this as a western because it, it they really were in the situation where they were in this this strange new frontier and it kind of they're a thousand years in the future but they're going they're coding it as something so far in our past like i, th- I thought that was just a really neat idea and i, I like the way they did that so i'm giving them a point for making that a reference Code, co- for coding that as a western very cool idea alright yeah.
3: So that's nice everyone's got a point
4: I know, this is great
3: Yeah. <laughs> North Star and Far From Home are joint leading so. love it
1: boo <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know also well done guys <laughs> and also I, really, I like those episodes so I'm so conflicted <laughs> So funny.
4: Yeah, it's, when we do this, there's no ego about what episode you're championing. Yeah, championing. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't, because they're all so good.
1: Yeah, there's no real winner because I like yeah. all of Star Trek.
4: we <laughs> all no winners. Yeah, there's
1: no loser. Yeah, that's a better way of looking at it.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: Glass half full. That's
4: all right, Ricky, where are we going for round two?
3: So, round two uh, it's coming in for high noon our contestants are facing off opposite ends of main street and who's going to be the quick draw by which i mean what's our best gunslinging moment from each episode
4: Ooh. Ooh. 11. all right let's start with uh let's start with rick p for this one
0: okay um well i i think you know with uh with that being a with this episode being based around the gunfight at the OK Corral, I think this episode has a it, it kind of builds to that point pretty well with the gunslinging, um, but it does require a bit of a a Deus Ex mind meld <laughs> <laughs> to um, to kind of get through that. Uh, I don't, if I'm honest, I think that you know this this episode definitely has a moment like that, but. But like like we were talking about before um, it's more sort of if anything they're trying to to get around gunslinging right. <laughs> they're trying to work out ways to sort of change yeah, yeah, yeah. change the the events of what's gonna happen because they know what's gonna happen is that you know they're the bad guys they're the Clanton gang and um, and they're gonna get shot so they So and they can't avoid that eventually. I think they kind of, you know, they come to the realization they can't avoid that, and they get to that point. They, you know, they, they, they do get to that point where there's the gunfight. But yeah, it it, it does. (laughs) It does take a mind meld so they're not, yeah, so they're not going to be aggressive. And so I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's
4: interesting. Go ahead.
0: I, I I mean I
1: I really like the the bit where they get to the shootout and the you know the 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 crew just stand there and and get shot mm. but the bullets, yeah. bullets just go through them. Um, I think that's a really cool moment. I, I also like it's a really like it's a sort of a low tech effect. Mm. You know, um, it's not like a sort of a high budget. Kind of crazy special effect idea but it's just it just looks cool you know they're stood in front of that that kind of a uh, wooden fence and it just gets blasted apart by bullets mm. and they're unharmed I, I, it's cool um, it does look amazing and it's like it's kind of a great sort of moment where they they absolutely refuse to to fight it kind of it sort of subverts the idea of it being a western in a way um, mm-hmm. Because you yeah, don't be get right. that gunfight.
5: that, gun uh, that would exactly be, the, that be the, the, the ultimate showdown, wouldn't it, of any Western? And they don't do yeah. it. They, they, they offer peace, yeah. uh, which is, I mean, that's just Kirk through and through, isn't it? If he can find a way of peaceful means, he will. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point, you made.
4: It's like Marty McFly yeah. having the you know yeah. the uh, yeah. thing yeah. under his
5: shirt. Yes. I mean,
1: even <laughs> though like Kirk does take a peaceful approach, but then he just like beat the shit out of that guy.
6: Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. what> <laughs> <is>. <laughs> and it admits like, at the end that yeah, now I did want to kill him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he
3: does, he? I just wanted to do it in a punchy way, not in a shooty way. Yeah.
1: I <laughs> but I, I think it was like it was quite a bold decision. I, I would imagine there would have been some pressure kind of from the from the studio if they're going to do a wild west episode to have a like a shootout in it yeah. and for the story to go with the crew being sort of like pacifist to the point that they're willing to just stand there and be shot. I, mm. I would imagine there'd be some, ex, some studio execs saying I, I don't know I think people want to see a, a gunfight <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand this episode <laughs> So yeah I think it's kind of a
5: bold move in the story to do that And they do use the yeah, word draw think- a lot in the episode they, they talk about it a lot they're always if you don't draw, I'm going to draw. Draw. They're, they're saying draw a lot. Yeah. Very little <laughs> drawing actually happens. Uh, they wait. They wait yeah. till the end. They they talk about it, but they don't do it till the very end.
6: Mm. Yeah. Well, sh- someone shoots Chekhov.
5: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, right. check Oh, down. that is
6: true. But then he's not true so <laughs> And no one addresses the fact that you know he he experienced dying. Yeah, they they don't care about that. They just want to talk about that girl that he really
1: fancied. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait a
6: minute, didn't Chekhov
1: actually die? Like, couldn't we? What? Yeah, can we talk about what that experience was like? They just want to make jokes about how he fancied a girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs>
4: And even that was really surreal too. Like there was, it wasn't like bloody or gory or anything. He just clutched his chest and he fell over. So just yeah, the that surreal-ness was surrealness quite... of it all.
1: You know, yeah, very Which much really like a like a piece of theater rather yeah, than yeah. TV in that way.
4: Yeah. All right, all right. Who uh, who's our quick quick draw in uh, fistful of datas? So.
1: If it's full of data, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for the the actual kind of. Um, although I sh- I mean I should even as I'm saying that it's, I'm changing my mind because I think the kind of runner up, uh, kind of person should be Troy because Troy's pretty badass in this episode. He's <laughs> so badass. Yeah, she looks great in, in yeah, her kind of Wild West yeah. get-up. She's, she's wielding that rifle like, like she was born to, yes. <laughs> to, to swing a rifle
2: around.
5: Durango. She probably does. That's so cool. Yeah, so Durango. Cool. I wish I had a Wild West name. I haven't got one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, like, she, she probably fires off more shots in that episode than, than anyone else does. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, but, but I think I think the the, the point I'm going to go for is where they they do actually have a kind of a, a high noon t- type standoff, and um, Wharf is facing like an entire pack of datas. Um, I don't know what you'd call a pack of datas. <laughs> a, 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 a fistful. A fist, yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: a fist. Yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah. The episode tells us fistful. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> um and um which wolf wolf sort of diff- oh, there, there's a h- hilarious moment where the mexican data <laughs> the problematic mexican uh, pro- yeah problematic stereotype mexican data kind of like he just he just weirdly sort of shuffles out of view because he's a bit scared <laughs>
2: um
1: that that made us chuckle yeah but but um yeah wolf shoots that uh, one of one of the one of the the Data's gang, who's also Data, throws uh, throws him a gun, and um, Worf just shoots it out of his hand, uh, and then that's it. The the duel is over. I mean, it's a crack shot from mm. Worf, um, but it kind of would have been cooler if he like shot Data in the head.
6: Because it's like it's, a, it's the holodeck. It's like that <laughs> would have messed him up.
1: Um, yeah, maybe. And I I, I do like, think it's like it's it's. It's TNG, and so you you can't really have Wolf murdered data even on the holodeck. So they they do have a sort of peaceful solution, having shoot the gun out of his hand, but it, it's, it's a tiny bit lame.
3: You say but, that, but later on they, they do in Voyager they have holodeck simulations where Tuvok murders Neelix.
4: Yeah, with like his bare hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: So you know, maybe, I don't think it's outside of the realms of possibility. They could have done that.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a good point.
3: That's a good. Although point. The, the tone, the tone of those moments are quite different, I suppose. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: I suppose it's yeah. The the thing with the Fistful of Data is it's utterly it's utterly a comedy episode, and so to have a bit where Data is shot dead, maybe it's just a bit jarring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but yeah but i'm gonna even though i've said that that moment is a bit lame i i've chosen that moment so <laughs> there we go so I, I hope uh hope i get your points
6: he uses a very um i would say a very original series star trek method of um assisting himself he makes that little um force field belt very, very yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Do
1: you know what? That's more of a kind of a cool. Uh, I maybe should have picked that, um, <laughs> but I didn't. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, I it.
6: it's not technically. A- a gunslinging
1: moment, is it? It's it isn't a, a gunslinging moment. Defending
6: no, against gunslinging moment. <laughs> it is
3: it, <it's> absolutely <laughs> no. the Marty McFly um, bulletproof but, well, thick shield or, thing. It's
6: Eastwood. Know. I think you'll find actually yeah. it's Clint Eastwood.
4: Yeah, because that was the actual, what they were referencing in Back to the Future yeah. 3, it was the Clint Eastwood moment, but, <laughs> but as far as uh, I'm concerned, Back to the Future 3 is... Yeah, I mean, like Back to the yeah. Future 3 was the first
1: ever Western, right?
4: <laughs> the and first ever Western. All the
1: other Westerns <laughs> referencing, homaging Back to the Future 3.
3: <laughs> exactly, <laughs> Yeah, Back to the Future 3 and these four Star Trek episodes are the only Westerns I've ever seen. (laughs) There you go. See,
4: that's all there are. Not missing anything.
1: Yeah, exactly. You've seen all you need to. Oh, that's so funny.
4: All right. How about in Far From Home?
5: So I could have picked some uh, genuine moments of gunplay, but I have instead opted for a very cool moment where Zara is prote- is prepping to shoot Giorgio in the back with he's got those guns which like fire a continuous burning beam and he's about to shoot Giorgio in the back and then Saru Unleashes his modified yeah. spiky ganglia oh, yeah. and
2: shoots Zara yes. in his
5: in his guts, and it's super quick and super cool. <laughs> and we never get to see, we don't often see Saru using his like his spiky weapons. And I thought that's great. That's like a blink and you miss it moment as well because they do not talk about it or anything. It's just he's got that hidden weapon in his own head, and he utilises it brilliantly. Yeah and that's what brings zara down effectively and then george obviously kills everyone else um, but it's just so cool to watch it happen that's the moment i picked uh, so not not quick draw not necessarily gunslinging but definitely quick
1: uh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Saru's totally like surprise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow, that was a surprise, Saru. <laughs> it,
2: was, it was.
1: I
4: forgot I'm that gonna... you
3: could do that.
4: Yeah, that's a pretty and badass feature you... to have too. Yeah,
3: Ooh, is cool. <laughs> I was so happy to see that moment. Um, yeah, my wife's not a massive fan, but I was watching that episode with her, and it's one of those moments where she just sort of rolls her eyes and shakes her head because I was absolutely. <laughs> I was going bananas at <laughs> uh, how cool that bit was. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: How does how does going bananas manifest itself in yeah. you, Rick?
3: <laughs> oh,
1: wait, I don't know if I want to know.
3: It's a visual thing, and obviously we're on a podcast, which is an order, thing.
1: It involves nudity. I imagine.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we don't need those visuals.
3: No, well, they'll they'll be on a episode of Lower Decks so, with, with black squares <laughs> in place. <laughs> That's
4: great. All right. And then who's our gunslinger or quick draw in North Star?
6: Well, for me, it's Archer um, cutting through the base of the the balcony to drop the guy down and then just casually stunning him.
1: Right. Yeah. He phases
6: it. Yeah. He phases it. (laughs) Falls through. Do to do to do. do, Stun. And it's just, yeah, yeah, nice and casual.
4: It's a nice move. And, I guess is uh,
6: it is it notably though. What's his name? Uh, the security guy never hits his mark. Reed never hits his
4: mark. Mm.
2: Uh, yeah.
6: yeah,
4: that's that's Ooh. the way a, an old west fight works. You know, there's a yeah. million bullets and maybe one or two will hit. <laughs>
6: <Very> true. <Yeah. laughs>
4: that's so, a Star then... Trek thing and a Western thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
6: There's a few a few sh- uh, shots go into the um, the water trough. I
2: noticed they play nice. Yeah, yeah.
1: But I do, I mean, I guess, in argument to your gunslide, is is a phaser a, a gun? Does that count it's as a, gunslinging? It's a
6: gun, it's a yeah. handheld, pro- well, it's not projectile, it's a ranged weapon.
2: Mm. It's a multi
6: purpose well, tool you
2: know, it's
4: kind of like a gun with a bayonet on it because he could like you know cut through the the roof and then shoot the guy. You know, yeah, it counts. It counts. Totally counts. Okay, yeah. okay. I'm just, I'm just
1: trying to bring Gemma down because I want that point. Even though I, I don't know if I sold my gunslinging moment well enough
3: because I criticised it as I said it. So <laughs> uh, me and me and Jen are invoking sheriff powers that absolutely counts, particularly yeah. those face those face pistols because they're the most gun-like ones going. True. That's a yeah. good point. These yeah. these are
4: early 22nd century or whatever. Phase Who's so
2: sheriff powers? happened <laughs> to Soapy. Where's he
6: a... gone? <laughs> yeah, know. Where is Soapy? Is he taking a rest?
0: <laughs> he's just having a yeah. He's having a little break. He's in the toilet. He's, he's the the breaking his corn cob pipe.
6: There's a there's a um a not it's there's a gun involved scene that's not actually a gun slinging scene. It's a kind mm-hmm. of it's a build up to a possible gun. To when they're in the bar. Uh, sorry, the um, uh, saloon yeah, nearly said yeah. tavern. Then saloon, <laughs> and um, the old uh, the deputy walks in, and you, you know, you know, he's a rogan. Oh, he's already mm. lynched a guy, and the the poor skank who's who's tending bar and sweeping kind of mm. comes a bit of a cropper, and at one point. He puts the gun on the table and starts baiting the skag, pick up the gun, go on, pick up the gun. Mm, and that's oh, a, cl- yeah. a classic moment. Yeah, and yeah. um, an archer does the little flip of the coat yes, around does. the yeah, uh, yeah. gun in preparation for it kicking off oh that is cool yeah it's It's a lovely like
1: low angle shot and like you see yeah yeah, you see him pulling the coat oh it's cool he
4: almost almost wiggles his fingers (laughs) Uh, like Archer
1: is like he it really suits him being a cowboy, oh, doesn't he? he really he's cool in this episode.
3: He's a joy in that episode. Actually, he's yeah. brilliant.
1: But I mean, for yeah. uh, but for the sake of trying to win a win a point, and you're wrong, generally. <laughs> <laughs> that is stupid when that happens.
4: All right. So speaking of points, where's your where's yours going then, Will?
1: Oh man. Do <laughs> <sighs> you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a point um to Spectre of the gun um right. because the the kind of i really remember that scene at the end where the where the crew line up and uh, they all get shot and the bullets go through them mm. and kind of decimate that fence behind them i remember that i must have seen that episode as as a kid but i didn't remember that it was from that episode i just had that right. image in my head and it was it was like, years and years later when i Kind of rewatched uh original series and saw Spectre of the Gun. I was like, oh, right, okay, that's where that scene is from. That's where I remember it from. So, like, it's such a strong, kind of iconic uh, memory for me. I'm going to vote for that. That right. is
2: cool. Yeah,
6: okay. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Gemma? I'm going to go for Fistful of Datas because it's such a classic high noon. Walking down the street, everybody's running inside. Standoff moment, mm. and uh, yeah. So I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna go for that simply because it, it just embraces that classic.
1: <laughs> it it literally trope. is a gun slinger, it like it's yes. yeah everything about it. Is,
6: yeah, had data in the you know in the like the kid, the king bad guy. Uh, he looks pretty cool in that outfit. That is a
4: yeah pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. He really he does do. yeah. All right, Ross. Where's your point going?
5: Mm, I feel I, I'm still really excited by Saru's spikes, so I might, <laughs> I might give it to him. I'm going to give Saru the spikes and give him the quick draw, <laughs> quick draw point.
1: I like the way you say you're going to give that point to Saru rather
5: than saying you're voting for yourself <laughs> Well, I, I want to keep it distant it's a very political manoeuvre to say it's us and them and honestly he's, he's winning and I'm just an innocent bystander I really have no control <laughs> over what's happening right. That's right. <laughs> I like um, it
4: alright Rick P.
0: Um, I think I'm going to go for uh, Fistful of Daters as well um yes. <laughs> i like Gemma was saying it's there's a, there's a great moment in the episode where when durango troy arrives and i think she shoots the guy's hat off yeah.
2: and, uh, <laughs> and, and just, that's yeah. just a,
0: a classic sort of thing to happen in, yeah. uh, in a western so so that gets my i think my vote goes that way my point
4: okay how about ricky
3: so i was so close to fistful of daters because when will said um he was he was thinking about um, troy and her gunslinging abilities i was like yeah those are brilliant but then he changed his, his thing back to wharf so he nah, <laughs> literally lost my point there it's Shit. and <laughs> ross has won it with saru's face bikes because they're amazing so far
5: from I it, me, I knew you'd go bananas for that, Rick. I knew you would. <laughs> <laughs> he has
3: gone
1: bananas for
4: it. I am going to give my point for to a fistful of datas because yes, in this it's just a funny holodeck episode. No excuse. Let's just have fun in the holodeck with a western, and they deliver that with the classic shootout at the end. And it's just such a classic, fun shootout at the end. And I just love that. So I'm giving my point there.
6: Really? Oh, cool, well done. cool. Well done, Will.
4: Thanks. All right. <laughs> so, so Fistful of Datas and Far From Home, they both have four points. And Specter yeah. of, of the Gun and Northstar both have two points.
2: Ah! Wow, okay. <laughs> I mean, all yay.
4: right. <laughs> all right, Rick, where are we going for round three?
3: Round three. So strangers just passing through might need a place to stay so they can try the best Western, uh, which is a roundabout way of saying, which, <laughs> what, what part of your episode is the best Western homage? Ooh.
2: All right. so.
4: Let's start this time um, with Will. Fistful Data's.
1: Okay, well, there is actually there's kind of a direct Western homage in this episode, uh, which I only know about because I've read about it on Memory Alpha. Oh, I don't
6: know if this where, counts. Well, no, didn't no. See it yourself.
1: No, you're <laughs> right. You're right. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna choose a different thing. But I'm gonna describe <laughs> no, this thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna indulgently describe another thing.
3: <laughs> um, just so I love it. Will on the podcast?
1: Just so I get more time to talk. So. <laughs> Um so it's it's a mo- uh, there's there's a shot um where you see Alexander just uh hiding you can see him underneath the, the saloon doors and apparently that shot is a direct homage to the to the movie Shane. Yeah. Which I I That's haven't right. seen and I didn't clock that as a direct Shane, homage. Shane.
2: I Come back. Shane. Yeah. Come back! I don't understand
1: those references.
2: They don't.
1: <laughs> they don't say that in Back to the Future Three, the first one. So, they just,
2: they just
0: Shane's mentioned in um, Die Hard Three, I think. I've seen Shane, but oh, I remember. Goodness. I'm sure because they're, they're talking I, about the right. end of Shane in Die Hard Three. I think. Uh, really. Okay, <laughs> that's the first time I heard about that film, but I have I have seen Shane, but I don't I don't remember that. Part of it.
2: Uh,
3: I was. I was like, going to say, isn't Shane mentioned in um, "It's Only a Paper Moon"? Isn't that Nogent uh, oh, Vic Fontaine watching it? They're
4: watching. Are they watching Shane? Don't,
3: they're, no, have, have they're I, I mentioned something else? Don't, with, no, uh, they're watching
4: a different one. I-
3: Think they're watching
1: no.
0: Back to the Future Three? <laughs> <laughs>
4: that
2: would that would be amazing. Oh incredible. my god, that would be amazing!
3: It's a great film, Pally. <laughs> yeah, oh, I love it. You know, you know, um, you know what some people in, listening to this now are all shouting whatever it is they're watching at us. Oh, yeah. Yes, oh. yeah,
1: but we we can't
5: hear them. <laughs>
3: yeah, that's <laughs> how I, how they they had the, work, was Chris Pike in it.
5: That was the that's the connection, isn't it? It was a film that starred. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, uh, that I can't remember the chap's name. It's going to have my head, but it's going to come through. It's like the def- I want to say the defenders, but it's not the defenders. It's something. It's going to sound a bit like that. Uh, I can't remember. Somebody, somebody's to Google the, the outsiders. This
0: is
2: going to be a very
5: like um,
3: uh, Gary
0: Lockwood. <laughs> Gary Lockwood was the actor, was
3: it? <laughs> is that the oh, oh, hang on. I, I've just memory <laughs> it. And so what it's saying is. The 1956 John Ford movie, The Searchers, is cyber- slightly better movie than the 1953 George Stevens movie, Shane, along with John Wayne. Ah, so the protagonist of The Searchers was Jeffrey Hunter, yeah. That's it, yeah. yeah. Mm. That's
1: it. Jeffrey
3: Archer. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's, he's a politician guy. Ah, got Among,
6: it. Amongst other things.
3: Yeah, famous villain, Jeffrey I think, Archer. I think
6: this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think this—it's this, good that we've um, stay—we've managed to stay true to the way we podcast by going off on this tangent. I mm. um, <laughs> love it, but <laughs> let's go back to that a fistful of data. Yeah. But yeah, also we apologise, listeners, for doing that. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that bit might have been boring for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was—tangents was are favorite my favourite so so part. Turn backwards.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, my I'm going to say that the, my my favourite homage from Fistful of Daters is the title Fistful of Datas, which yes. is a riff on uh, uh, Fistful of Dollars. Which is oh, a uh, classic, good. yeah. Um, Western. So I actually think the best homage is, yeah, is just the title. I think "Fistful of Daters" is a great title. Even though in my poem, I said they should have called it a few dater's more. I was wrong. Uh, that was just because it rhymed. <laughs> oh, that's
2: funny. The title
1: "Fistful of Daters" is good. We all compromise our integrity for the sake
3: of rhyme.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: Every day, every day, Rick. <laughs> All right, how about in Far From Home?
5: Okay, best Western homage. Uh, I've gone for uh, Zara's entrance to the saloon through the swing doors. Yes, He appears with his gang of goons, and we get actually a very similar shot to the one you mentioned from, uh, from Fistful of Daters and Shane of his feet. And then it sort of travels up as he strides into the bar, And there are spurs on his shoes which shake as he walks. And then we get a look at his no-good mustachioed face. And then there's an audible swish of a rattlesnake tail. So you know he is a real villain.
1: You must be our friends on the USS Discovery.
2: <laughs>
5: and that, that's a proper Western saloon entrance of a villain into a into a bar. I mean, they've done it absolutely spot on.
2: <laughs> yeah
5: yeah, yeah there's cool. no there's no subtlety about no. that they,
1: they, they no. don't leave the audience wondering what they were going for
5: <laughs> no, not, at all, not at all you know who that and, is and I mean, and,
4: and that makes the Spurs even more funny because there's literally no reason that that guy would ever need Spurs
5: <laughs> you don't know that he could be riding <laughs> longhorns long so he gets out on his longhorn <laughs> I,
4: mean, I guess it could
3: bluehorns Blue <laughs> bluehorns bluehorns <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. It's a great pick. Oh, we don't know those funny. spurs could be like All his right. personal transporter unit or something. It might you might just like I'll keep them on my boots that's sensible yeah yeah
4: it could, could just be could be just hit, be
5: fashion. Heels or, heels and or, yeah. i've, I've <laughs> never come across spurs for sale. I wonder if you know could they want to be one of the little affectations that catch us on again. you know suddenly everyone's got what a pair it? of spurs we you know. Everyone out, everyone's out with a you know a spur on your left or right. Uh, They'd know. be
6: good if, when it's in icy conditions, you could just dig your heels
4: mm. in. They're slipping down. Do do know who, they they, are, they right?
1: wouldn't be very good for ninjas. No. Because they're too jangly, aren't they?
4: Jingly <laughs> <laughs> jangly. <laughs> yeah, you know just, he's coming.
6: They're yeah. just <laughs> yeah. a step yeah. up from Heelys, really,
5: aren't they? Just a step <laughs> up from <laughs> Heelys. Yeah,
6: exactly. Yeah. I was just going to say. Yeah, we've got Heelys. I that's don't want are. kids in spurs. I
5: no. Only yeah, adults only. Totally, that's fair.
6: <laughs> it's Hedies for adults. But yeah. yeah, it's spurries.
5: Heelys. Yeah.
0: yeah. Kids can spurs. have I think the best of them here. But
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the, the kids also have the Heelys and they also have the shoes that light up too. Those yeah. those I can see those catching on for grown-ups and like Yeah. <laughs> but again, not for ninjas. ninjas. Again, really. Not ninjas. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. right. It's for ninjas.
1: If you're a ninja and you're wearing shoes that light up and had spurs, you you'd be you'd be regretting your life choices as you were sneaking at. So <laughs> sneaking people up would on say, the are
6: you really committed to this lifestyle? Don't right. yeah.
3: I mean, ninja be,
6: 101 there.
3: <laughs> you'd have to be the best ninja ever to be able to compensate for those. True. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah that's you're, like a are so
4: to be a yeah. ninja and wear all that stuff—it's like even with all these tells, you can't catch me.
1: Yeah, no good yeah. of a ninja. <laughs> we've, do, do you know, we've just between us, we've just come up with like the most badass ninja. <laughs> <laughs> I, we need, we need to get in touch with yeah. Hollywood about this because this is a good story. <laughs> also? That?
6: They also wear really um, synthetic clothing that sparks when it rubs together in the dark.
1: Oh, and Ooh. like a squeaky leather jacket as well. <laughs> I'm
6: just
4: outside. picturing this ninja at a rave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. All right. How about how
6: about for North Star? What's our well, best
4: western? Oh my There's a
6: few. There's a few. I mean it opens up, up on a posse and a lynching. Which I don't know makes me think of something like High Plains Drifter or or um, or oh, a pale rider. I'm not sure. Something like that, where it starts off with something dark. What? Or oh. the
1: first western, Back to the Future <laughs> Three, where they where Biff's gang try and hang Marty. <laughs> <laughs> um, so
6: no, that was it. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, about. yeah, yeah, totally. Um, yeah. So yeah, a good old a good old fashioned posse. Yeah.
2: Um,
6: that's a pre. That's a pretty, Yeah. That's, uh, and then, of course, you've got the uh, the, the near, near shootout in the saloon, which is broken up by uh, <laughs> Archer. Yeah, and you've yeah. got pe- people, people slowly backing slowly out backing of the out saloon when they yeah, yeah. sense the yeah. violence is coming, yeah.
2: yeah.
6: Oh, at one point, well, no, that doesn't really work out. That's every action movie. <laughs> um, where the protagonist gets beaten up and thrown in jail. I do well, get that's, thrown like, in jail. that's
1: every episode of Enterprise yeah. <laughs> that happens <laughs> to Archer. Right.
6: <laughs> so I'm going to um, go for my lynching, my yeah. posse and lynching at the beginning.
1: Yeah. Right. It's a, it's mm-hmm. a, it, I mean, it's a, you know, not every it's Star also Trek. also a
6: jailbreak. What am I talking about? There's a jailbreak. Yes. But it's a very low-key jailbreak. They don't rip off the the window
1: no, um, it's a low-budget jailbreak. Yeah. They it just, just open the, the doors. Yeah. Um, I was going to say it's, it's like that. I don't think there are many episodes of Star Trek that open like with a man just being hung to
2: death and then and then the jaunty titles oh Oh, yes
5: that's the first time i I feel it often but i really felt like any tension they had built up in that opening (laughs) was immediately dissipated by the upbeat uh (laughs) really really ruined it
4: yeah because even the upbeat version of the theme song too so you go right into it and it's just totally
6: ruins the mood Well, <laughs> maybe the makers yeah. of it thought, "Oh, oh, geez, what have we done? How do we, how do we bring this back?" Oh, we we'll just roll the Oh,
5: that'll <laughs> cheer everyone up.
6: <laughs> yeah. well, I've also got the meeting in the barber's shop where the lawman is Hello. getting. A oh, shirt. that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's
4: got yeah. the straight razor and everything. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah.
2: And that's and I, equivalent
5: yeah. a nice a scene a back to uh, Spectre of a Gun, where they have the same sort of scene where he goes in and it's, uh, he's like chatting to the person and he doesn't realize that a guy having a shave is Doc Holiday, which I thought was a, yeah. Yeah. You know, a nice yeah. little like, yeah. dramatic twist, uh, uh, yeah. which is great.
6: Mm.
1: All right. uh, Gemma, I feel like instead of picking one thing, you've you picked all the things. <laughs> I have literally thrown
6: everything at <laughs> the wall to see
2: what's next. That's, so... that's
1: a clever technique. I can't Thank fault you. you. No, good. <laughs>
4: <laughs> all right. How about Spectre of the Gun?
0: Um, so, I mean, I think with this episode, almost all of it is in the Marge because it's relating to something that actually happened in... You know, in Earth's history um, and you know um, and there's, you know, there's also not long before, well, like about 10 years before this episode was out they, they did a film of the gunfight at the OK Corral which DeForest Kelly was in so mm-hmm. there's just all that there's all that stuff there and, and I think as well the um, the, scene, the scene that you just mentioned Ross with Doc Holliday and and um, and McCoy in the in the pharmacist. I think it's like a pharmacist, mm. um, but a yeah. dentist. <laughs> dentist, that's it. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. It's, it's, it's a great. Oh, yeah. It's a great, there's, um, there's a sign about. It's a great. It's it's a great scene. I want to. Um, uh, I, I will I won't kind of. Um, recite it because there's a, a category later on which I think we- <laughs> um but but it's really well done I, I think in terms of I'm not sure I mean, I can't remember I've I i can not remember you know uh the film Gunfight the OK Corral well enough to know if there was a, a, a scene with Doc Holliday in in a dentist and I mean I know he was a he was an unwell man but mm. I can't remember that from the film um but no, I mean I think, you know, the because of because of the nature of the episode, the the Melconians melcotians they Malcotians. sort of they you Malcotians. know Malcotians sort of um they create they sort of create that up. the whole thing is sort of an homage because it's from the mind of someone and mm. and they're sort of living out they're reliving something. Um, yeah. um and you know, there's that, there's that classic Western moment where they, you know, where someone tries to build a a, a grenade, a knockout grenade, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and one of the characters, <laughs> and, and one of the characters to check it, just check it doesn't work, inhales that, it.
2: That <laughs> is <laughs> hilarious
6: because he's just stood there with the smoke and like, well, no.
5: I <laughs> wonder well, if he was just just getting said, drunk on just, the whiskey. Yeah, why
2: is the just whiskey helping him help delay drunk. in the
5: effects?
0: <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I I kept thinking oh, it was it's, it's, that's already, also a classic. Scotty is Scottish, so therefore he drinks too much.
2: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. oh, yeah. know I think <laughs> that
1: knockout gas would have worked on anyone else, but Scotty is like so hard and such a hard drinker, like nothing can touch him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: a hard breather as
2: well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <it's laughs>
3: well, you know, it's an engineering. Maybe it maybe regularly breathes noxious fumes from various equipment malfunction. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think like the the fact that DeForest Kelly was in a movie of the gunfight at the OK Corral, and then he's in this episode, which is that the story of the gunfight at the OK Corral is like such a kind of awesome meta homage. Yeah. It's uh, it's, hard, it's hard for the other episodes to, <laughs> to touch that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know, that you, you can't do that with any other kind of era of Shrek. Not that I think Rick should get the point.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this full well, of data to get the point. But...
4: All right. Well, <laughs> so, let's 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 go for points. Um, Ricky, where are you giving your points?
3: Oh, oh, this is a tricky because they all have such amazing ones. Um, yeah. So I think probably North Star because that just the tense confrontation in the bar that Gemma spoke of is really, really good. Yeah. So I'm going to go North Star on that one. All
6: right. Mm. Gemma, how about you? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, hmm. uh,
1: did you say, did you, what was that you were saying? Fistful of daters? <laughs> <laughs> she, Gemma, she didn't want to say it out loud because she was feeling shy, but she said fistful of daters no. and me
2: say it.
6: <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess... Um, uh, Uh, I can't remember. Oh my God, I can't remember the title. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, The the original series. Um, That is, as you say, the whole thing is an homage. So Mm. I'm going to go with that. There's my point. Okay. Yeah. All right. How about Ross?
5: I am very tempted by North star again, because I just think it is a really powerful, like it's a powerful opening. And Gemma mentioned all of the, like, excellent, like, genuine things that happen in Westerns happen in this episode, which is great. But I'm totally yes. swayed by <laughs> the wordplay in Datas. and that's always going to get me. Like, clever, clever puns and wordplay. I'm there. As soon as you picked that, I was like, yes, this is where my point's going. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
4: Uh, and
0: Rick P? Um. Uh, I think um, far from home. I think you know, that just just the sort of that whole thing with the Spurs that, that we were talking about earlier. Like it's yeah. a real, it's very um, immediate sort of reference to the genre. I think, and um, so I feel like that's where that, that's that's where, I, where I'm thinking. Um, awesome. Really.
4: Okay, and well
1: um i think i'm gonna i'm gonna do a russ and just shamefully vote for myself (laughs) uh,
5: and i don't don't know the shameful uh the shameful person
3: well i don't believe it i can't be russ voted for saru (laughs) (laughs) exactly to vote for one of the characters
5: well he's an underdog okay that's true i need our support
1: I I'm gonna, un, unlike Ross, I'm gonna shamefully stand alone and vote for myself um, because I I think Fistful of D- is is the it's the, the wordplay. It's like it's the the brazenness of titling the episode and making it a pun on a, a well known Western style. Like, that's that's the perfect homage. Just it tells you exactly what you're gonna get from that episode as well. Like fistful of data, it's just like right, okay. Obviously, it's a Western story uh, with data yeah. as a central play. It's right. yeah.
6: there's no, there's no, there's no magic there. Will, there's no, <laughs>
2: there's nothing to unwrap. I'd give go? it if
1: I could give it two points, I would, but I'm not so, <laughs> <get to> Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: I mean, in, in terms of, of shameless homages, Fistful of Datas probably does win because um, yeah. apparently Patrick Stewart directed and the the crew said every day he'd come in and he could tell what Westerns he'd watched the night before because he'd come in with all these ideas saying, oh, we should do this and we should do this. And they're like, oh, you've watched this, this movie and this movie <laughs> last night, got these ideas. Mm. And they just balls out at the end, have the Enterprise sail off into a sunset.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes, they do. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they, yeah. And, and, oh, it looks, it looks beautiful in the HD remaster as well. It, it's say. pretty, pretty. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah.
4: Yeah, and, and since we're talk, talking about that, Fistful Adidas is getting my point this round also. Ah, it's just, cool. Like you said, it really is just a shameless, like, <laughs> love note to just all the western tropes they could think of and it, it cracks me up it down like you said down to the title <laughs> of the episode so um, I get a kick out of that so that's where my points going. All right
2: cool. so
4: after three rounds um, a fistful datas in the lead with seven <gasps> points
2: yeah
4: Far from home is second place with five and then North Star and Spectre the Gun both have three. Mm. All right. Where are we going for our next category? Where's uh, category four going, Rick?
3: Round four. So we all know that in Westerns, they don't take kindly to strangers in these here parts. So if you don't look the part, the sheriff will be watching you. Who's our West dressed? Costumes, guys. (laughs) Best Western costuming in your episodes.
4: I love it. All right. Let's start with uh, Far From Home this time. What's your West dressed?
5: so west west dressed um obviously they're not they're not dressed in western clothes in far from home they're wearing sort of futuristic linens and uh plastic clips and they're all very dark. Zara is wearing boots with spurs which is quite quite cowboy and uh, they all do have <laughs> some like hidden weapons they're like under their under their smock their smocks they've got like weapons which is which is you know quite in keeping with the Western theme, but none of them address that. Like, there's no sombreros or ten gallon hats. They're not wearing chaps or anything. <laughs> nothing like that. One thing I did pick, which I thought was sort of stylistically Western without being, while being completely unnecessary, was their the, the outlaws' weapons. They are um, they're they're sort of long, long barreled shotgun types, and they have a hinged barrel. So it's almost like you can clip them open to load them with shotgun shells. Obviously, you don't need to do that. But uh, it really was uh, a really nice little nod to we've made these guns look like Old West guns, like with a hinged barrel and they lock up. So I thought, although it's not quite dressing, it's as close as you can get. Right. Yeah, I mean, you—you you definitely you—you you have the Spurs.
1: I think I—I I, I feel <laughs> like that—that that does give you some 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 credibility, actually, Ross. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah. I mean, you personally, yeah. <laughs> yes. you it's have spurs, spurs, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: I'll
1: take it.
4: Yeah, and if you they were know. dressed any any closer to Western outfits, then it would be too obvious.
5: Too on the nose. You know what I mean? It would yeah. be.
4: Two on yes. the nose, yeah. E- yeah.
1: Even the so Spurs have- is a bit on the nose, it, right? Even the Spurs <laughs> we'll is, think is on is that overdoing
5: one because it really, it's isn't? the villain, and- yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I don't expect like a leather over- waistcoat, yeah. but I think uh, a star yeah, badge would have been yeah. way too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> they could have done something with with Georgiou too, like make her a little bit Western. She could she could have pulled it pulled it off. I think, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Like she would be cool in anything. She could have yeah, come in, yeah. like just fully dressed as like a, like an actual sheriff, and, uh, and <laughs> you, you really would have really been. Sure. Like, oh, yeah, of course.
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like
2: awesome. yeah, come
5: out, come looking right down, yeah, the door, <laughs> yeah. brim of a hat over her face, <laughs> <laughs> and you'd just feel like, well, what's weird about that? <laughs> yeah. She's a okay. badass. So how she
3: rolls. <laughs>
4: yeah exactly <laughs> all right
3: uh, i hope i hope the um the writers on the section 31 series are listening to this and taking
4: notes <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh i just want her in a different costume every episode <laughs> like you know, in like yes. different time like, periods like
3: mr ben <laughs> <laughs> but they should never explain it or comment on it. Yeah, and it should be nothing to do with the story. <laughs> Every episode, she's randomly dressed as some other type of thing, yeah, and it's unrelated to the why tale. You, and no why one are you dressed it. as
5: a, an Arthurian knight? Ah, well,
3: she <laughs> throws down her
2: lance.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right. How, who is west dressed in north star
6: well mine has the best costume departments in the whole of in all of them you can yeah. i i think you can practically smell their outfits they're so good <laughs> yeah. like yeah Archer does look as though he's been on the he's been on the trail yeah. he's had to walk with his saddlebags and dragging his saddle because his horse died on the way there. He said, um, oh, I I think mine is mine is the best. At all When you say he's dragging yeah. his
0: saddlebags, is that
2: good? Like well, a he had an accident
6: and um, he doesn't want to talk about it. And it's small, but you know, he's just gonna just gotta keep going. Um
0: Oh my saddlebags. <laughs> oh,
6: oh it's smart.
0: <laughs>
6: um it's what if you if you've been in the saddle that long? That's 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 how they refer to it, isn't it? Saddlebags. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
6: um, yeah. yeah, I mean that you had the yeah. school teacher in her little buttoned-up school teacher dress. You had mm. the yeah, she did have the classic school mom She did. Outfit, yeah. Yeah. I I think yeah. I think the mine the villain of the piece is Hands wearing
5: down. a top hat, yeah. like a a battered old top hat. And I wondered, was yeah, that, yeah. Oh, yeah. 200 was It kind years old? A was it kind
6: of furry. Well, steampunk. Kind of, it was that... very steampunk yeah. and it was kind of furry. Is that, am I, I thinking th- of the right hat? Or I think is that, so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. was kind
0: like, of cool. If, that was, I, I, I think, um, as well, I think in the old West, that Stetsons weren't as, weren't as, um, common as they're depicted in, uh, in movies and on oh. tv i think there were lots of like bowler hats and top hats mm, yeah i mean i think hats it was it was a, it was a hat era yeah so hats hats. i think you
1: got lots of yeah go, go, going back to back to the future three that's where i've learned
0: that from
2: how do you know where like you're headed yeah <laughs> oh that's But so yeah
0: funny. um
4: Yeah, um, I I rarely, if ever, do this. But I am saying right now that my point is going to Cowboy Archer because he is incredibly sexy. And (laughs) that's where my point's going. No (laughs) offense to all the other episodes.
1: Oh, man. (laughs) But, so, but let's carry on anyway. <laughs> you, think, you think cowboy arch is sexy. You haven't got to oh, my description yes. of Data dressed uh, as a,
2: <laughs>
1: as a, as a, a whore best. at the end. Can we say sex worker, Will?
6: Yeah, let's, yeah, yeah, yeah sorry.
1: Yeah, let's sorry, say yeah. sex worker. Okay. Yeah, sorry, Rick. <laughs> I,
6: I am just um, so thankful they didn't give him breasts.
1: I. You know, I. I really mean, did. I'm upset that he <laughs> <I> didn't. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about who's West dressed in fistful data's then.
1: <laughs> so I, yeah, I mean, I think I'm going to nominate every outfit that Data wears because <laughs> yeah. he, uh-huh. he looks
4: the best. Wait.
1: He just he looks like an absolute badass as the as the main villain. Yeah. Um, he's all dressed in black uh he just he just Very carries it off so well yeah and the
4: mustache like it's just the perfect villain mustache like he wears yeah. it so well
1: and then yeah like the mexican well now i want to bring up that the, the <laughs> date dressed as a mexican is Slightly so ridiculous
6: mexican because it's so problematic mexican it
1: is, it, do, it does feel a little bit little bit of a dated idea to have such a stereotypical kind of mexican character and and yet i feel like the episode is it everything about the holodeck program is kind yeah. of a stereotype from yeah. you could say from barclay's mm. memory of Weston. so i feel like it's like it's justified and what um, was that
6: what sorry this is a digression what oh, was that um, the film <laughs> with the this it was almost a spaghetti western it's a classic apparently where he's dragging a um, a uh, uh oh, what's the oh god, what's the word a again? Coffin. A coffin, yes. And there's some, there's some questionable, there's there's like there's loads some, of Mexicans in right, that country that like,
1: called uh, Django.
6: Who it was it? was Django, yeah, was the yeah. original Django film, yeah. And that's very reminiscent of that characterization of the mexican
1: it it is it is um, um but I do think it's it's hilarious when that already quite stereotypical sort of Mexican <laughs> guy is replaced by data <laughs> yes. um and it's even it's even more hilarious and um <laughs> like like slightly misjudged and but yeah, I feel like maybe the 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 best moment is where Data is is dressed as um, as as Rick says a sex worker mm-hmm. uh, and she comes running up to Worf and Worf is very un- uncomfortable. I mean I feel like it would have been a cool a funnier ending if um, if uh, sex worker Data had actually tried to kiss Worf. Um, I just feel like it's a little bit tame. She kind of like gives him a cuddle.
6: Yeah.
1: It's like, oh, come on, go further.
6: <laughs> I want to
1: okay. well, see them kiss. again,
6: that's your fan fiction I, right
1: there. <laughs> you're, absolutely right. you're absolutely right. I'll save it for, um, for that. But it's, yeah, it's 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 a funny ending. It's a bit it's a bit eye-rolling and a bit cringy, but at the same time, I love it. Um, and I wouldn't have ended it any other way. right.
2: <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, all of short short answer, all of Data's costumes.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And let's let's do give a shout out to to Troy. Mm, Yeah, Troy looks so bad. (laughs) Like like she like that costume was made for her. Like she's just so comfortable in it. It's so great.
1: And especially after you know years of of wearing a like oh, a, God, a sort of yes. unfortunately <laughs> tightly yeah, fitting yeah. Starfleet uniform, which,
2: uniform,
1: yeah, which which oh, like, not no. a uniform, I say. Well,
6: no, yeah. indeed, yeah.
1: So yeah, to to see her getting a costume where she like she looks great in it.
6: Yeah, and yeah. as you um, said, Jen, comfortable. She, yeah. yeah, yeah. She uh yeah.
1: Like she she's clearly like, like, like enjoying. Like that, that, whole like everything about that role—it just feels like like all the actors are having a great time, but particularly, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, Troy. Yeah. Is an oh, inner that
3: element that needs to be a new photo op at conventions. Uh, Troy in in Durango, western gear. Oh man, that would be great! <laughs> I think great shout. You can tweet
2: that. <laughs> <out. laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm going to, yeah. Because yeah. I, I loved getting my talking in Klingon makeup stuff. So, you know, and I think Marina's certainly to be up for that. It's not like massive makeup or anything, like Klingon stuff. So, yeah. it be a good one. It, <laughs> is
2: I it, would it's buy that. The,
0: um, the American Adventure theme park doesn't exist anymore, because if you, you could have a Star Trek convention there, then <laughs> <that's>, that'd be, <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. That's a, that's a very niche reference.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, it's,
1: it's, theme park fan like like theme park fans 20
0: years ago would <laughs> oh yeah more than that i think yeah yeah okay. it was like if you lived in the east midlands in the 90s <laughs> you probably went to american adventure and probably had a great time yeah was it, <laughs> like? it, was, runway, it was like the wild runway. west yeah so it was a wild west themed theme park so it had like a mine yeah, nice. train and um, but sadly, it's it's no more. It, um, it closed down and the rise was sold off. Um, <laughs> I think now it's like a housing estate or something. Or a, con- a bit of a country park and a housing estate.
5: A Wild West yeah. estate, no, that's not estate not or on. just a regular one?
0: yeah they've repurposed the runaway tri- they've repurposed the runaway mine train so <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> gets you to the town
2: centre
0: yeah but apologies for people who didn't live in the East Midlands in the 90s because <laughs> that reference just means nothing but some of you guys might know it
3: <laughs> not too far from where I am there's a place called Sundown Adventureland, and it's um, very much aimed yeah. at kids about six to ten. <laughs> but they they absolutely have a, like a Wild West Main Street thing going on.
2: Yes, so, they do. Yeah, it's yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
4: How about West Dress Inspector I think, Gun?
0: Well, I mean, I think um, the this the costume design in the, in this episode is very sort of is it, it, very. relative to the to the era um that westerns are being made so like Jem was talking about north star i think i think that the costume design there kind of you know it it sort of it's inspired by like a later era western sort of revisionist style westerns which kind of realized that it wasn't you know the wild west was a dangerous unfriendly place whereas you know uh Specter of the Gun is, is directly inspired by the gunfight at the OK Corral, and so I think the costumes are really good, but they are from that era, that sort of early golden era Western. So, um, how accurate they are, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I know that Doc Holliday did dress very smartly, and he looks good, mm. but I, I think the in that episode, I, I you know I think the Sylvia that, that character, I think she looks good. Like that's like that character that's kind of is in love with with Chekhov's whoever he's playing Billy. Um, I, I thought that was you know it was that was good that was good costume design. It looks good. All the costumes look good. I was surprised that it's interesting how the the crew they don't when they are put in this scenario they keep their uniforms even though they're this, even though they're this. Even though they're playing the Clanton gang, they don't get to dress up. Yeah, they get they yeah, get a the gun, gun belt, belt <laughs> don't they? Uh, but they but they keep yeah, they, their regular uniform. Apart from yeah. that.
6: that is referenced though very heavily. But yeah. I, think,
0: I think it's so they have that moment to realize what's going on. It, it gives it. It mm. means that they have to take. It takes them longer to work out what's happening because because Kirk gets to see the newspaper and he goes. And he realizes that date and everything, so I, I yeah, think yeah. maybe it's a storytelling design, a, a, a storytelling it, choice. I feel like it. Feed, it sort of feeds
1: into the whole the theatricality of that episode as well. The way that the, the building, you have the front of the buildings, and then the, but the, but that's all. It's it's very much kind of a a stagey set. Mm-hmm. So the idea that the the crew are kind of everyone else is in costume, mm-hmm. but the crew isn't. I feel like that that fits the whole. Yeah. yeah,
0: the whole weirdness of, the, of that mm.
1: that style.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, I, for, for Spectre of the Gun, I think the costume design is really good, but it's not it's not that important. Like, mm. like what we were you just saying, will like, all the other things that are going on in the episode they they drive the episode. Whereas in something like a Fistful of Daters, because it's a bit over the top and because it's a holiday program, costumes in that maybe are doing more work because you need to sort of know. Mm that you're in a holodeck and it's and it is that way mm-hmm. but um so yeah i'm not sure if i'm uh, indo- I, I i mean i think that the set the costume design in Spectre of the gun is really good mm. but i mean you would expect it to be because of the very nature of the episode yeah yeah
4: <laughs> yeah as much as i love i would have liked to have seen you know spock in a cowboy hat <laughs> Yeah, I, I like the choice that they made, you know, just because it, it, again, it makes it more feel like a, like a surreal dreamlike state, you know, they just get gum belts, you know, and, and everyone, everyone in the, in the, in the, in the scenario, you know who's like an NPC. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> it looks good. It looks really authentic, and they are. Those are probably costumes they just had from a Western, and you know, in yeah. <laughs> stores somewhere, and they look great. And but you're right; it's secondary to what's happening. Whereas these other mm-hmm. episodes are very much you know we're having fun with uh, like part of the fun is just like let's dress up like cowboys yeah you know? yeah
0: yeah
1: yeah i think i think particularly the villains look great they in grew, they the gun.
4: Mm-hmm. well and even like their their facial hair and everything like they have the data yeah. villain facial hair <laughs> but it's also um it's also like probably just their regular facial hair in,
0: <laughs> yeah 16th. they're grizzled too they're really grizzled
4: yeah and they- yeah
1: I mean, this is, I guess, is slightly off topic, but they also they play it really straight in Spectre of the Gun. Yes. They all of the, um, the, the particularly the villain characters, they just play it like they're really in a in a western, um, mm. and I, I really liked that. I thought that that was that was cool.
3: I had a I had a thing watching Spectre of the Gun. Actually, the way the the buildings fronted are done, and the fact that they don't appear. The main crew don't appear in costume. I think that's like kind of a way of reminding the crew that they're in a fabrication, and this is all an elaborate thing to, mm. to build to their own execution. So it's, it's quite it's quite nicely done in that effect. It's like that adds to the you know the surrealness adds to the effect that saying you know here's this Western scenario, but don't forget it's not real. This is just this is just our bizarre method of killing you. Yeah, because yeah. Which I like. Also, um, I did want to point out, because I only found this out recently listening to Whom Pods Destroy, the guy who plays either Morgan or Wyatt Earp in this comes back to Star Trek in Star Trek 5 playing the guy who is digging holes in a field on Nimbus 3 until Cyborg recruits him.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Ah, Right, okay. I know the guy you mean. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that's cool. Mm. I one one more slight aside. I love the the bit at the end of Spectre of the gun where they kind yeah. of have that that weird sort of device where the the the, the bad guys are all coming to to shoot the crew down at the end, and they yes. one by one they kind of join. They they have that shot where they they sort of stood there. Um, really close up to camera Mm -hmm. and the other characters are walking by and then they join the other characters Mm. as they they walk by and it's such a weird idea Mm. and a really weird sequence of shots but it's like but it's also brilliant
6: Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) really cool um
6: it's the inevitability of it
1: yeah, yeah yeah It feels like the kind of thing you would see in like a real spaghetti Western, like that kind of a shot, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah,
4: yeah. Okay, so points wise, like I said, I apologize to the other episodes, but I am voting with my loins instead of my head. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I'm voting for a sexy cowboy archer who Yay. is incredible. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
4: So that's my point. All right. How about, how about you? Uh, how about Rick E?
3: Um, so I've been giving it some cons- careful consideration. and you know, I really want it to go for Far From Home just because I think it's got the hardest hill to climb on this.
2: Yeah. But
3: ultimately. Jen I'm absolutely in agreement Scott Bakula Absolutely rocks The western thing And I know I shouldn't compliment the actor who wears it For the costume design But he, the way he does it He brings it all to life And cause they, they all have great costuming They absolutely yeah. all do So I think you're then kind of In the thing where you have to kind of rely on the actor To bring it to life And Bakula sells it so much in this, it's, it's, he's amazing so yeah. i'm going north star
0: all right rick p you're up well um if if specter of the gun had more points then i think <laughs> i think i'd vote for a fistful of data because <laughs> you know, because that episode it's it's it's, a, it's set in a holodeck so everything's a bit over the top and and with that in mind costumes have to be a bit like that too um and i read. Really, and um, i think you're absolutely right guys um uh i love i love troy's outfit in this episode i think it's great um so but um but specter of the gun only has three points so i'm voting for specter of the gun
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> fair enough fair play yeah, I you're,
6: yeah. you're honest so
0: yeah
2: yeah i respect
6: <laughs> that <laughs> how about uh gemma well, as it's been established that you are allowed to vote for your own uh, absolutely your own ah, side, i I just I think that the the costume work on on North Star is excellent. Yeah. Uh, I think it's really yeah, it's it's nice. Horse costumes,
0: horse costumes are good, costumes are
6: good in North, <laughs> North Star. The horse, yeah, very yeah, realistic, very very horses. realistic horses. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm going to have to vote, and of course, yeah, I have to agree. Scott Bakula in the old uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Dusty cowboy outfit, does oh, it? Geez. It was the bit when he swung the he swung the coat. You didn't even see the whole of him when he swung the coat behind, flicked oh. it behind the gun. Yeah, oh, no.
1: Jeez, yeah. getting hot in here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, it's sexy. And so it was fun. just
6: there. It was just there at the bar just listening behind himself. So, yeah, no. Yeah. It's gonna to I be. mean, and it's it's really hot
4: and everything, like I'm I'm not discounting that, but also it's nice to see Scott Bakula in costumes just because you're used I'm used to seeing him in costumes from Quantum Leap. So, you know, he's in a different yeah. costume every episode, so it's it's always fun to see him in a costume. So. yeah Corey
6: belongs. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <sighs> Where were we? What were we talking about? Mm. Um, oh yeah, Scott
3: Bakula as a cowboy <laughs> drinking coffee. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, Will, where's your point going?
1: Well, I I think I'm going to vote with my loins as well, and I'm I'm gonna I I'm gonna go for North Star because I I gotta admit I think the whole <laughs> I don't think I find Archer quite a sexy. As, as some of the people on this podcast do <laughs> i still find them a bit sexy but I, I do think north star one of the first things that struck me about the episode that i i'd completely forgotten about it is that the sets and the costumes are all really good and i do i like yeah. that out of all of these episodes north star is the one that it's it's not a joke episode like they've taken <laughs> right. they They've taken the idea seriously, and so actually the costumes and the the set design has to be kind of as authentic as they can as well. So it's it's a bit less theatrical and silly than the others. Um, and I think as a result, the like the costumes are all really excellent. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for North
5: Star. There it is.
2: <laughs>
5: well done, Gemma. <laughs>
4: Ross, how about you?
5: So, I do, I do love all the costumes in *Spectrum of the Gun*. I like the like the the black suits and the dark hats. I think they look great. Um, and I do have a real soft spot for all of Data's costumes in *A Fistful of Data*. <laughs> but I do think. I have to go for North Star as well. <laughs> he just he looks great, doesn't he? He looks so good. And that guy's hat as well. The, the guy's top hat. I like that. A dirty old top hat. Um, so it's 50 50 for me.
4: Okay. All right. So going into the final category here, we have uh, a new leader. North Star has taken the lead with eight <laughs> yes. points. Fistful Datus has seven, Far From Home has five, and Spectre the Gun has four.
3: Mm. So
4: there's still time.
3: All of which are respectable scores. I mean, yeah. To, yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah, no one's being left behind here. All right, Rick, give us our final category.
3: Round five. We've had a lot of fighting talk in this episode, but uh, what about your choices? This round is Shut Your Bazoo. Basically, who has the best cowboy speak?
0: <laughs> I love it. Props for the use of the word b- bazoo.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I have to credit Ross with that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, well done, Ross. The only time I've heard um, bazoo spoken is in, if dads dad said it, Frasier, to to shoot his big, shoot his big bazoo. Oh, that's hilarious! And you <laughs>
4: know he watches a lot of westerns. You
0: know he does. Bazoo's such a great word for a for a mouth. Yeah, shoot yeah, his bazoo. I think
1: Rick Rick is just sucking up to the marshals. He's uh, <laughs>
6: yeah,
1: he's just trying to. Yeah, I see. I see. I see
6: you're okay.
1: Yeah, he's desperate now. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to stay out of the jail. <laughs> <laughs> All
4: right. Well let us start. Um, let's start with Spectre of the Gun this time.
0: Right. Yes. Let Let's do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> because because Spectre of the Gun has some has some really great lines in it. Um, that I, I feel, I feel, hard to be challenged in terms of uh, of what we're talking about. And the one, the one that the one scene I really like is that, is one that we talked about earlier on is with McCoy and Doc Holiday, but he doesn't know Doc Holiday's there. Um, and, and Doc Holiday lets him have the stuff he needs for his for his um, grenade thing that, that Scotty. Decides to test. <laughs> <laughs> luckily, it doesn't kill him. Um, and it's it's just great because it it just sums up the, the situation. Um, all through the episode, there's quite a lot of mentions that you know you can do basically you can do what you want until five o'clock, but at one minute past five, you're dead. <laughs> um, but in, I'll I'll um I'll um I'll read out this this part of this uh, this scene if I if I may um because it's really good. So the first person speaking is, is McCoy. McCoy says, the emergency is real. I need these things. And then Doc Holliday's like, your emergency sure is real. Go on. Take the stuff. Have some more fun. Take my bag. Only best only best. you be finished before five o'clock. That is my intention, Doctor. Because at one minute past five, you'll, have, you'll find a hole in your head right from this gun. now if that doesn't doesn't win best speech and i don't i don't know what does
4: that's a pretty wild west thing to say
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right
4: um i love it how about in a fistful of data's can you read Uh, that
1: (laughs) okay well there's I guess a fistful of daters there's a lot of kind of funny silly uh, Wild West talk but the line that's that stuck out to me is when it's early on in the episode and they the um we we come into a saloon and we see some holodeck uh, NPCs if you will (laughs) um just 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 talking Mm -hmm. uh and there's a great line where, and that like you know, these aren't even the main characters. There's a great line where the, where this character says, "Shut up! You laugh so much, it's a wonder you ain't got flies in your mouth." <laughs> and then and then the Mexican character says, "You're a very funny man, Senor Eli," but he says it in a Mexican accent. Um, but the um, <laughs> but shut up! You laugh so much, it's a wonder you ain't got flies in your mouth. Just feels like that is. That is as 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 Wild West as it gets. Mm. Um, it's yeah. it's 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 authentic.
2: <laughs> actually,
1: um, yeah. it's actually probably a recording that they took from the real Wild West. Yeah,
6: I think it's like you know taken from some uh, et- diary. It's on, etched on the wall. Doc
1: Holliday's gravestone. His <laughs> <It's> final words. <laughs> so, yeah, a little,
6: little bit of. Uh, graffiti <laughs> yeah
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what i'm going with but no. there's there's a lot of there's a lot of cool uh, wild west talk and there's there's a lot of uh, bits where data is on um, back on the ship where he's trying to do that thing with his with his neural net <laughs> and he he starts he starts sort of paraphrasing wild west uh, things to to the to the amusement and confusion of of um, uh, mm. Riker and Picard, and he starts <laughs>
0: calling. Uh, funny, he yeah. calls
4: Spot Varmint <laughs> or something. Yeah,
0: he <laughs> yes, does. He yeah, does. One, thing, one thing I wonder about that episode is that should. Should they really be asking data to be like a backup system for the ship?
6: I know. I love <laughs> to walk in and say, "Hey, we've had a really great idea. We're uh, just going to run it through data." At that and point, like, I just want like, to play yeah, my fine. bloody flute. To to- <laughs> like, do what you
1: want, guys.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> plug them into what? Plug them into the weapon systems. I don't just care. Leave me alone. <laughs> just I
2: want to play, play my flute. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, it is a particularly bad idea. <laughs> <isn't it?
4: laughs> All right, uh, that, let's. Um, okay, so that that's a good one. Uh, how about in North Star?
6: I see. I I think this is where I fall down because I, I didn't record any particularly uh, Western-y dialogue. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't have anything that can fight. Um, all I all I remember is that in the scene where they were having the meeting with the lawman in the barber shop, and he said, oh, what "Was it nothing like a barber shave to make a man feel civilized?"
1: Yes, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it
6: was a nice trope, but I'm not sure yeah. it can fight on the dialogue.
1: It's that- it's yeah. good because it ties into like the whole kind of. The whole thing of having like a, a, a that sort of a shave, mm, like a razor, it's very mature. Yeah. Another in man rest.
6: shave you with the, with this excessively sharp yeah. blade. <laughs> to
1: have him say there's nothing like a, a, a barbershop shave to make, make a man feel civilized. civilized because
6: bit. they're just clinging on to that, that essence of c- yeah. civilization. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because yeah, everything else is pretty uncivilized. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's got flies in their mouth. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Actually, everyone's got flies in their mouth. And
0: they're going to die at one minute past five. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, damn, flies.
2: <laughs>
4: yeah, I think that's a really good pick. Because it's a very yeah. old-timey thing. Like, you know. yeah. oh, I love it. Yeah, at any rate, there isn't any, like, like they don't say, like, rootin' tootin', whatever.
2: <laughs> but, yeah, they, yeah. but
4: they do have the spirit in what they're they're saying, you know. <laughs> like. Like in that yeah. scene and you know Narja's talking about how he's he's out of town and he's trying to from out of town he's trying to get to you yeah. know wherever he says uh, to Russell. What would you say it was blue <laughs> horns? Yeah.
6: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah.
4: I
3: think the sheriff in North Star, who's obviously very famous for being in the episode peak performance of TNG. <laughs>
2: yeah
3: um, I think he's some Glenn, Glenn Moore, yeah, yeah, he's mm. in some show called Twenty Four, but no one remembers that. Um, <laughs> wasn't even in space. Um, so he 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 it's he's got a worse. very good he's got a very good delivery of his lines. He's not yeah. over exaggerating. Yeah. He's not having to really big up the accent or anything like that. But he he comes off really effectively, and I really enjoy his performance in that. So yeah, his lines in that barbershop mm. thing really hit home because I think he just he's just very very good. As as the Western sheriff, mm. Mm. yeah,
6: yeah. So is a good man in a in a dirty job. Yeah,
1: and I feel like actually that your your choice sort of sums up the 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 way that enterprise. Deals with that episode is that it doesn't sort of embra- it, it, it does embrace some cliches mm. and tropes of the of the Wild West, but it is also trying to tell a serious sort of sci-fi story, and it it is taking it a bit more seriously than the other episodes. And there's there's something kind of authentic about that that barbershop scene. I think
3: mm. you're right, Will. We probably should give the point to this rather than oh, this no, one. No. Uh, you know, I was just about <laughs> to say, but. <laughs>
1: Uh, but everyone should give the point of a fistful of datas, obviously, because uh, <laughs> it's way cooler.
4: <laughs> Damn. All right. <laughs> well, let, before we start dishing out points, <laughs> let's hear uh, some Western speak from far from home. Uh,
5: so, again, they're not they're not speaking in the Old West, although in the spirit of shut your bazoo, shout out to Zara, who literally tells Cal to shut up. <laughs> and then quite mercilessly shoots him with a gun <laughs> till his nose bleeds. It was pretty horrific. Oh. Um, Jeez. They don't yeah. use any stereotypical cowboy speech, but they do speak pigeon and oh, yeah. they have some re- weird sort of oh, unique cool. language. Going on. <laughs> I didn't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one of the things that is pretty cool is they speak pigeon and you can sort of listen to it and sort of decode the meaning of it which is fun um, but also this is where we get the sort of the second use of the word "vadraish" in uh yeah, nice. that was used in the um the calypso short track and then you we, this is where it's confirmed that Vadraish is pigeon for federation Ah, uh, and it's that sort of shorthand, ah, so it's yeah. nice. That there's that little connection, and it's not cowboy speech, but it is unique speech uh, for no. the time and uh, yeah. a, a new word that we're learning.
3: It's, it's frontier speech,
6: yeah.
5: It is, yeah. It is, yeah. yeah it's like
6: that belter creole. If if you allow me to bring in another
5: another franchise. sci-fi show, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And it's it's like it's 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 both futuristic and sort of broken down at the same time, isn't it? Because you think in in the future we'll be speaking, you know, perfect language, we'll share an exact same way of doing and saying things. But Pigeon always seems a bit broken and mishmashed and comprised. But it's a language of its own right, and it serves a purpose. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think it's always a bit of a it's a bit of a risk when a sci-fi show um, delves into. Uh, uh, that, oh, like d- yeah. doing that sort of speech because it can come off a bit silly, that's but I, but I don't think scary. it does in Discovery. No, no, no.
6: In Star Trek, have a no, bit of a bad history with that. Yeah, yes. I remember, but um, in, in this instance,
0: in that episode of the original series, uh, Miri, where the yes all
5: grown ups yeah. it just doesn't,
2: work. <laughs> yes, it I doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't
0: work.
5: It's a bit bunk bunk on the head.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's a bit bunk exactly
3: on head. Yeah, it really is bunk bunk on the head. <laughs> but hasn't. by saying that, hasn't bunk bunk on the head entered our lexicon?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's entered your lexicon, right? Really. <laughs> right in the lexicon. And, you, and you've done bananas <laughs> as a result.
2: <laughs>
4: And I just also really like that it, it made Calypso part of the canon of discovery too, which yeah. I mean when I first heard that um uh, you know, when I first saw that scene and heard that I was like my jaw dropped. I went bananas for, for that one. I was like, <laughs> yes. oh, so right. and yeah, so that was <laughs> awesome and and I appreciate them doing that. So that that was that's cool. All right. All right, well, let's hand out points for this final round. Mm. Okay, let's let's start with Ross.
5: Okay, so apologies to Will because my my internet connection dropped while you were talking, no. so I have no idea. What?
2: You're saying. Wait,
5: what? Uh, you're immediately excluded from that from my no, um, no. Wait, I'll repeat it all now. <laughs> the
4: try line
1: too, yeah. Tell me quickly. Give me the line. Give me the line. Oh, okay. I'll give you the line there. Shut up. You laugh so much, it's a wonder you ain't got flies in your mouth.
5: Right. (laughs) That's a good line. I like it. But it's not gonna get the point, is
2: it? (laughs) (laughs) Wasting my time. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's embarrassing. I really,
5: really really liked the uh, the line. Uh, spoken in uh, Spectre of the Gun, the whole scene in the barbershop. Uh, really, it really nicely mirrors Gemma's selection, but I just like how it, it escalates from the civilized to the absolute Western when it's like, you take it because you'll have a hole in your head. It's just, <laughs> yeah. it's so mad. Yeah. I think it's brilliant and it, it, it's just a great line. So that's where my point's going.
4: All right. How about Will? <laughs>
1: Well, I'm. Uh, do you know I was going to give Ross a point actually, because <laughs> <laughs> our whole conversation. About-
2: no, it's not for me. It's for Saru. <laughs> Saro- <laughs> Saro- <laughs> <laughs> but
1: um, because Ross made me. Sort of, sort of parrot out that line, and then shamefully said, "I wouldn't even get a point for it." Um, He's he's dead to me now. (laughs) Uh, I, I, you know, I think I'm going to give the point to um, Spectre of the Gun as well. Uh, because yeah, it, because it, it it it's just really cool. Um, it, like, like I think Spectre of the Gun does deserve some some credit for its style and and uh, its sort of ballsiness of and how nutty it is. Um, and yeah, that bit of dialogue, really, I feel like it really encapsulates the everything about the episode. So yeah, I'm gonna give that to Spectre of the Gun. I think. Um,
4: okay. Yeah,
1: unlucky Russ.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> I'm feeling it. Uh,
6: how about Gemma? Ah, I'm 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 torn between Spectre of the Gun and Fistful of Daters because almost every line in Fistful of Datas is is a classic kind of Western cheesy Western line. Mm. Uh, they really work at it, and um, uh, but yeah. Spectre of the Gun is kind of more stylish.
1: Mm. Then, I don't know that it is, <laughs> but,
2: then,
6: but then I love a well-made um, futuristic um, Creole slash pigeon mm. language. I really love that if it's done well. I don't know. And I can't give myself another point because I, I just... You can. You can. You can. Embrace it. Okay, but no,
1: that's what games are is It's also, all about. Like
6: also, I'm doing quite well, so I feel that like I yeah. want to be magnanimous and just, you know, gift it. Um, I am going to go for. Oh, gonna... oh Who shall I choose ah,
5: just... oh. Oh, oh, oh. You're killing us, You're
6: killing us. <laughs> I could just do the spectre. massive courses. Spectre of the gun Spectre of the gun oh, I think I'm going to go for Spectre of the gun I don't what? know why <laughs> I feel like I'm going to choose Spectre of the gun Because it's just so It is Oh no don't look at me like that
1: I'm, cry- I'm actually crying <laughs> <laughs> I'm destroyed <laughs>
6: I'm going to go yeah. Spectre the gun because the uh, no the the dot coloured day just yeah laying oh, it down
4: yeah
6: yeah all right so sorry well <laughs> <laughs>
4: so, Ricky where are you going
3: I I'm going to go Spectre of the gun on this um, yeah. Rick absolutely won me over because that. Scene with McCoy goes into the, in, into the and oh Doc Holliday's in, in, the, in the chair it's amazing, it's a brilliant scene it's one of my all time favourites in that episode so absolutely Spectral Gun for that wins me over
0: My name is McCoy I'm a doctor
6: That joke is all around town already McClowry Well my name is still Holliday Doc Holliday
0: Emergency is real. I need these things. Your emergency sure is real.
6: <laughs> Go on, take the stuff. Have some more fun. <laughs>
2: take my bag.
6: Only best you be finished before five o'clock. That is my intention doctor because at one minute past five
2: you'll find a hole in your head
0: right from this gun all right rick p well I guess I don't know um in terms of uh, in terms of a speech I guess I think Spectre of the gun is the best but in the spirit in the spirit of what we're doing I, I think that you know we all you all uh, profit other other bits of dialogue which were really, which, which are all really good and and I do, I do like good like Western bar talk. So yeah Yeah, I mean I think I'll I'll vote for um a Fistful of Daters because oh, I do yeah. like that. Um and yeah, in this in the spirit in the spirit of what we're doing, I think it'd be good to vote for someone else. So yeah, Fistful <laughs> of Datas. Yeah,
1: you've made an excellent choice, Rick, I think.
6: <laughs> you've made a you've made a band very happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: All right, um, and then for my point in, in this in this category, I, I think I'm going uh, with Spectre the Gun. Although I do I do think it's it's interesting because it's it's almost easier for them to talk Wild West talk because a lot of that slang it was still you know still I mean not the way they talked in the 60s but it was still a lot more. Comprehensible <laughs> to people, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, so, so it's, it's a little bit more natural some of the things they're saying, um, but it just—I I think that also just made it more authentic. So, for authenticity's sake, my point there goes to Specter of the Gun.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. Wow.
4: Okay. So, what we got, Rick? Ricky,
3: what's so our? So that gives the final scores. That is a fair... That was. That's a game changer. Um, so, in in final place, far from home with five points. Oh, res- Respectable,
4: respectable. <laughs> considering it wasn't well, even technically in the Wild West. <laughs>
3: honest, honestly, Ross, truth, I, res- I respect I respect the balls out fact that you went and took this as a Western <laughs> and went with it. Yeah, because it's a difficult yeah. one to to go with. There's so much going against it. It's got some great Western bits to it, but. The fact that you got five points for it, I think, is very, very respectable.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a really good episode oh, yeah. in its own right, mm. as well. Really outside of it the western elements of it, it's actually really good.
3: Yeah, and I think the western thing kind of sets up the scene for um, season three of Discovery that this isn't the fe- the, the ordered Federation; it's the, it's a lawless thing with a very different mm. landscape to what they expect. Mm. So it's very mm. good. So then, moving on to our. Third and sort of second and third place jointly held North Star with eight points and Fistful of Datas with eight points.
2: <gasps> what? Which means
3: <laughs> suddenly accelerating into the lead by that last round, Spectre of the Gun has got nine points and taken the game.
2: Damn. Oh, well done, sir. Well
3: done. Well
2: done. Yeah. Yeah. That's
4: that was a very close game, and and because these are all really fun episodes, like Wild West mm. is fun, <laughs> you yeah. know. I, yeah, I, I I'm, I'm not surprised that it was that close.
3: No, Spectre of the Gun scored a point in every round, but wow. literally only one point in every round until the last <laughs> round went <it's> five. <laughs> so that really didn't the not yeah, that's yeah. Like, that That scene with McCoy is absolutely killed everyone else. It's brilliant.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. yeah you did pick the best scene for that.
3: Later. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, mean, I,
1: I really enjoyed re-watching all of these episodes. Mm-hmm. I, I think yeah. the one that stood out to me as a bit of a surprise with North Star, because I, I was not mm-hmm. looking forward to re-watching that as i I didn't, have fond memories of it because it comes right in the middle of that Zindi arc And I, I always felt like I was just annoyed when the episode came back. So I was like, I want to get on with the Zindi arc story. Mm-hmm. Why do I don't have to sit through this wild West nonsense. But if, but if you take it as an episode in its own right, um, it's it's actually really good, mm-hmm. and I, I do I do like that the Enterprise had the had the the sort of audacity to kind of tell a serious Wild west story and, and, and not just play it for laughs like they did in, in Fistful of Datas. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah,
3: I'm I'm absolutely the same as world because I I had kind of always been in this indie arc and it's always a India rewatch. But to watch this on its own, it stands out. It's brilliant. It's, it's mm-hmm. fantastic. Archer gets to do a great speech about how far humanity's come, and now we've moved beyond prejudice, forgetting his issues with the Vulcans. Yeah. And terror, the fact <laughs> yeah. <that> Terra <laughs> yeah. Prime exists, you know. But mm-hmm. apart from that, we've moved beyond mm-hmm. prejudice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but and, it's. And, it, go sorry, you go.
4: Oh no! I was going to say, and that uh, on that point, it also. I mean, especially watching it now in the year 2021, um, it it makes perfect sense to me that that's how human beings would have reacted in that situation. They would have done the horrible mm-hmm. things of you know oh, becoming the oppressors, and that that makes you know. If I would have watched, the, I I don't remember how I felt when I first watched this episode, but it was probably more like, oh, we wouldn't do that. We would, you know, <laughs> we'd come together, and it would, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we, and, and we, we'd we, survive and, and come together and do the right thing but no no we wouldn't yeah sorry yeah it's completely real like it just made it so like it's it's so obvious that this is exactly what would have happened yeah yeah they would have done yeah. that and I mean, you become the impressors and they would have lied about it and taught fake history and that's exactly what it, it does happen and would have happened. And I'm very glad that now in Archer's time, they're past all that. <laughs> you yeah, and, he can ha- and he can give that speech, <laughs> but yeah, it, it was very, it was a lot more prescient this time, watching it this time around for me. Mm. On that depressing note. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. But and I do um, think, I mean, I really enjoyed re-watching Fistful of Datas, but I've got to admit, I've seen—I don't know why—but I've seen that episode so many times. Is <laughs> <'Cause laughs> um, <it's> that good? <laughs> is it, uh, yeah, yeah. But I—I d- I don't feel like I got more out of it <laughs> this time. I feel yeah. like I, I enjoyed it just as much as I always have. Whereas I was—I was more surprised by North Star and mm. um, and actually Spectre of the Gun as well, because I—that wasn't one that I'd revisited very often, but it's it's a really iconic mm-hmm. original series episode, and it's a bit of a standout uh, episode from season three, which isn't um, uh, original series' best, is it?
3: Well, you raised the point earlier, Will, that um, you you reckon there'd be network executives stood there going, oh, you should have more cowboy stuff going on and this, but yeah. to that point, the network t- did not give a monkeys about the, about what was happening with Star Trek, they wanted it dead. Yeah. Um, right. So I imagine there was very little oversight, and they they had a bit of carte blanche to do a little, you know, a bit more of what they wanted. Um, so they got to have a bit, and you yeah, know, Gun is a standout, really good episode in season three. It's mm. one of a handful that 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 just ran with the limitations that the network put mm. on them and made some amazing Star Trek.
4: Yeah, and I, I think like what what you guys were saying about how you know North Star when you remove it from where it is in the season, it plays better as just a standalone episode. I feel that way about Spectre of the Gun too. When you just watch Spectre of the Gun independently of anything mm-hmm. else, it it really it really does feel more like a stage play. Uh, yeah. The way, the way we were mm. talking about earlier, it really does, f- y- you get more of the sense of the isolation and the surrealness and the sublimeness of, of the, of, you know, of, of, of the, of, of every, just everything, just the whole feel of the episode. And, and it really, I really enjoyed it this time around. Not that I hadn't before, but you know, <laughs> but, the, but more so this time. And it, it's interesting to watch all these together because they all so are so different even though they're yeah. all Westerns. They're so different. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I also found it really striking to watch uh, Far From Home kind of at, at the end of this this big rewatch because it's like, mm. this, it reminded me how cinematic Discovery is yeah. because Far From Home opens with that absolutely epic uh, mm. crash that like, Discovery sort of yeah. smashes through all those asteroids and crashes onto the planet's surface. And that that is so far kind of removed from from what we see in the other uh western episodes e- even um North Star which i think looks really good it's it's got great production values but they didn't have a massive epic starship crash at the beginning
3: <laughs> i think i think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention the recent I Excretus episode of um Hello at x Just because there is a brilliant little cowboy moment Mm. uh, when Mariner
2: finds herself.
4: Starfleet classic, she just calls it. Or something like that. Old West Planet. As captain, you must survive a lawless frontier town in Earth's 19th century. But beware, for you are a wanted man. Yeah, I get it. Trapped in cowboy land. It's a Starfleet classic. Yeehaw! Just gotta find the saloon.
3: It's a beautiful moment. It's part of what inspired us to finally get round to doing this episode. We'd been planning it for ages, but uh, yeah, I think that coming up sort of inspired us to get our butts in gear and oh, do this. Lower decks. <laughs> yes, yeah, lower decks once again. Yeah, it shows us the way,
2: That's right. and
1: it's it's a very direct Spectre of the Gun reference as well, isn't it? Because you even have that style. Listening. Oh, even down to
5: the yeah, the. Mm. Yeah, fronts of shops. Yeah, know. yeah. That's
2: so like the blood
0: red sky as well. Yeah, yes. yeah. Very yeah. cool. So one, one
3: Lodex is learned. like fistful of yeah. datas, and it's very unashamed in its direct references. I think. Yeah, just goes <laughs> yes.
0: for it. Yeah. One thing I know. One thing I realized is that there are there are other episodes in Star Trek that um, that have a very much of a, a Western theme. I was thinking there's an episode of Enterprise where. They help some. They help some miners who are being who are, who are being extorted by Klingons. Is it marauders? Oh, oh right, yeah, yeah. That mm. yeah. yeah. felt that's yeah. that's something that's very, like a very Western esque theme to it. Um, and there's a. There's a it
5: always feels a bit A team to me that one. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, and another episode where there's a, like a freighter, I think. Uh, it's a freighter that's being attacked by Nausikans. Um So, so Enterprise oh, definitely yeah. has those,
4: yeah.
0: those episodes where they they lean into the the sort of the front. It's, it's more to do with what we were talking about earlier. Just just being on yeah. the frontier. Just a, a, mm-hmm. a, if you're in a lawless an area, it's quite lawless. Then you're going to have these sort of Western tropes <laughs> crop up aren't you. Well,
3: mm. this this is one of the beauties of Roddenberry's original ideas was it was essentially a wagon train to the stars it was kind of going to be a western but as as the show developed i think that the idea of the federation as this encompassing organisation provided more law than than the the frontier element would have maybe sort of shown through but enterprise is in a great position to have that lawless frontier thing going on a bit more so yeah absolutely the feel of enterprise totally relates to westerns in in much more of a way than maybe like Next narration where everything is, is 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 nailed down by the bureaucracy in a way.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, which is maybe why it was uh such a pleasant surprise to revisit North Star in in Enterprise because it um that that western theme really does seem to fit the show. And it's not it's not just that Archer looks really cool. Uh in a, in a, in a, in a uh, cowboy outfit although he does <laughs>
3: absolutely cool and sexy
1: <laughs> yeah yeah totally oh man if they, yeah. they
3: had riker doing some cowboy stuff in sexy cowboy <laughs> gear <it's>
1: oh geez <laughs> <laughs> riker. Iron boots riker. he'd have his leg up on a it horse could. wouldn't he
4: rike
6: is too shiny <laughs> He's too shiny. Yeah, I don't know if he could pull
4: off a uh, cowboy as no, well as Scott Bakula can pull I off a cowboy.
1: Raika would pull off as many cowboys as he could.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Such a sleazebag,
3: isn't he?
4: No, he's not a sleaze bag. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he's a beautiful man. I will not hear a word against him. <laughs> <Exactly>.
4: agreed. Agreed. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this has been uh, such a pleasure. It's so great to hang out with the Ten Backward team, and this was uh, so much fun. Um, It's been a lot of fun. How can let's uh, tell people uh, tell everyone how they can get a hold of you guys?
3: Uh, uh, If you (laughs) want to, if you want to (laughs) reach Ten Backward on Twitter, we're at Ten Backward. and then uh, you can talk to me directly uh, at Trek Rick. Uh, I think you guys have got your own Twitters.
1: Yep, uh, mine is imaginatively uh, at Will Turland, which is just my name,
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: which makes me super cool. And um, Je- Gemma's forgotten I've what forgotten she what is. I on am. On,
6: it's been so long. I've forgotten what I am on Twitter. <laughs> Real. I just brought up a Google search for. Um, the cows. So that's not helping me.
1: We'll, uh, we'll edit this bit, Gemma. We'll make it sound like you remember what you is.
4: <laughs> it's it's Gemma underscore Turland.
6: Yes. Yeah, I'm exactly. following yeah. you.
4: Yes. Oh,
6: thank you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> thank
0: you. <laughs> and, and Rick P. Oh, Rick. Oh, um, I'm at Mr. Imhotep.
4: Okay, and um, we're uh, you can reach our podcast Snaptrack at Snaptrack on Twitter, and I'm at Eda Quarks and Ross.
5: I am at strtrk seventeen oh one. Awesome.
3: All right. So, Today so we'll have... what was that, Ross? Where, where were the vowels? <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> they were run out of town for being disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that
0: town that town had a case of irritable vowel syndrome.
2: Oh <laughs> uh,
5: it was it was called nurse. So. <laughs> yeah. Um
2: f- 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 <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> it's
1: like it's so it's funny that we're what we're we're ending the episode with some quite clever wordplay, but it just sounds like sort of caveman grunts.
3: <laughs> but listeners it is cleverer than you That's think. Can be true. <laughs> yeah. Um whoever edits this episode, do a special edition where you take all the vowels out. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
1: I think jen said she'd she'd be happy to edit this episode, <laughs> so she, yes.
6: she
1: she'd do that.
4: <laughs> if you want all the vowels out, that's going to take this episode will come out in like 2025. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. Does anyone have anything else they they'd like to say?
0: Just so that this has been really fun. It's been great. It's talking been to
3: absolute you. pleasure. Yeah, and Snapchat yeah. guys. Thank you. Yeah, really Thank enjoyed you. it. We should
0: we should do this again sometime. Yes, <laughs>
3: definitely. For sure. We should. We just need Star Trek to do three more Renaissance <laughs> fair based episodes, and we can.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> Thank you for so much for having us, guys. Thank you for having um, us. Vice versa, All right. <laughs> okay, how
4: do we end this? What do we say? We need a cowboy um, thing to say.
1: Um We need to ride into the sunset, sunset. exactly. But somehow do that audibly.
6: (laughs) Oh, um, oh, look at this! Oh, the sun's coming up. (laughs) Let's go that way on our horses. I just—it
1: sounds like we've rehearsed it too much. (laughs) uh, How do they say
6: goodbye?
1: Like how do
4: cowboys say goodbye? They tip their hats. They, they they say howdy.
1: <laughs> to say yeah. hello. Howdy's
2: hello. Yeah.
5: I <laughs> so guess adios. Adios. Adios.
3: Yeah. No, I'll be. I'll be, yeah. see, I'll be, adios. See, I'll
2: be adios. seeing you. i
1: Yeah. I think they just shoot each other dead. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or hang each other around. to death. Oh, we no. we we shouldn't do that. No, no that's not
2: a
3: great way no. to treat our audience. They're not no. going to go back and listen to the next episode.
6: <laughs> until until next time, until yeah. next time, gentle yeah. yeah. listeners.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and rough listeners. So
4: yeah. long. you you' cowboys. Yippee ki yay! I won't finish that. <laughs> <laughs> Yippee <Yippie-ki-ye. Yippie-ki-ye. laughs> <Yippie-ki-ye> is good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yippee kaye, everybody. <laughs>
3: yippee Thanks. Thanks, bye. Thanks, bye. No, you Do you realize how incredible this is? <laughs> this tradition. You ever noticed that bum? What?
0: That bum. Oh, no. I will say.
6: I will say. Fewer things. Fewer
0: things. Okay. Enough of this self indulgence.
1: Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, our website is www.lowerdecksradio.co.uk. You can reach us on the Twitters at at 10 backward, 10 being the number and backward being the word backward. We're also on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash 10 backward You can also email us at crew at on a personal, individual level my Twitter is at Wilt Herland. Rick Everson's Twitter is at TrekFanRick and Rick Palmer's
3: Twitter is at MrImhotep Hi, thank you again for listening to the podcast I hope you enjoyed it If you did, you might consider supporting us We have now have a Patreon uh, where people can uh, pledge small amounts to fund uh, ongoing projects like uh, keeping our website up to date uh, um, new audio equipment as we're going along, and potentially uh, opportunities to expand our content. Uh, you can go look at this at patreon.com forward slash uh, If you don't feel you can donate but would still like to support us, we would love it if you could subscribe to us on so however get your podcast through iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or we're on various third-party apps. And if you could leave us a review on any of those, that would be fantastic and would be very appreciative.
1: Thanks again for listening, and please tune in for more podcasts from the Ten Backward Crew.
5: Let's make sure history
2: never forgets the name Ten Backward. Laddie, don't you think you should rephrase that?
1: Ten backward. Ten backward.